Oh, shit, I told you. But yeah, so anyways, I was technically obese. I think I was like yeah. 230. I was like at 230, something like that. And you're a and, tall guy. You were at 230? You made it up there? Oh, yeah. Like when it happened, though, when I think of how how I got to that point, because after military, I was like 160, yeah. 65. How tall like, are you? 6'2 ish. Yeah. 6'2. Fluctuate. Uh-huh. But um, I was always like 160, 165. Yeah. And I get out. And I think it's part of it is because like the whole regiment of working. You didn't have people yelling at you saying, get up off your ass. And just and doing it, actual work. Like yeah. I was working at Lowe's. It's not the same type of work, you know, it's like. You weren't picking up lumber every day, you know? You no, know, driving a forklift, you know, just bullshit. Okay. okay. And drinking beer. <laughs> at Lowe's <laughs> while you're driving the forklift. Going to school. And I mean, a lot of sitting down compared to. Yeah, what I was doing before. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I, man, I put on weight hella fast actually. Like the from age I got out, was like 22? 22 to let's say twenty five, even just a three year span, I probably put on like forty pounds easily. I, I was yeah. for sure over two hundred. Wait, fast. when did you meet Natalie? Oh, shit! What year is that? Two thousand ten. You gotta have it right there. I don't. It's 2010. I got back. Shit, is it 2011? This guy doesn't remember when he made one. <laughs> oh, cut this out. No, I think it was, yeah, yeah, uh, edited. <laughs> it was 2010 because I came back. Maybe it was early 2011. You can edit this part, and then I'll ask the question, oh, and then you'll just be like, 2011. That's it, when it was, right there. It's 2011. Now I'm thinking about because I was on deployment 2010, and I came back and I met her in that summer or that like spring summer, I guess. She said I met her before that, before we started dating, or like I met her. Did her you date her before you turned into this lethargic, lazy bum? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's why it worked. You already locked her in, <laughs> and then you could just plateau. Well, then my last year in the Navy, I was up in Washington and we were dating at the time. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, and stationed up in Washington, there ain't nothing. Yeah. It snowed all the time. I actually, that's where I probably put on some weight because I was working out. So I got to like maybe 170, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. So it was just like work, mm-hmm. basketball and lifting weights. And then mm-hmm. I was it and Skyping her or whatever, messaging her all day. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. Now I got out and just like shit. How did you meet her? Oh man, it's a, it's kind of crazy, but, um, like, I think it was like a year before we went on deployment, my, my friend Trey and I uh-huh. met these girls at a bar, You're picking up girls at a bar, Diego downtown. There's this, I think it's called edge Mexican grill or Mexican, something like that. But after a certain time, they start checking ID. So we got in their way before yeah. and just hung around. So it was like eight o'clock, nine o'clock when you start checking IDs. So we're in there. Now we can buy drinks. So now they're thinking, oh, these guys have been in here the whole, you know, they just came in or whatever. So we started buying drinks. We met these girls that went to SDSU. Um, yeah, befriended them. And then like after the plane, befriended them, <laughs> became friends with them. Uh, you were trying to pick up girls in the bar. Is that yeah, what I'm hearing? Trying sailors to, trying to go to the bar, underage drinking and picking up girls. Doesn't that- 19 years old, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. But then, uh, yeah, we came back from deployment. And we still talked to these girls. We met up with them, and 
we went to a couple party house parties with them and stuff and kind of just ran to my wife my now wife through that one of oh, our so she wasn't the one at the bar no yeah oh that's why you're hesitant to say pick up you're like oh i just befriended them and then i met the love of my life at yes. this you met her at a house party yeah it was at a house party uh-huh kind of kind of cool um she said i met her before that in her dorms i do not remember that at all she's like hey. she's like you were in my dorm and you know she's like you were too cool for to hang out i was like I she's know. like look at that handsome guy yeah oh what's up it's hudson he's like get out of my room dad he's like, what the hell? well he just got home but uh yeah so that's how we met and lucky enough but did you did you hit it off right there you know what i mean did it feel or did it feel like oh we just sort of know each other and then you're looking like you don't even remember bro <laughs> well shit it's like 12 years ago <laughs> you're supposed to have that story embedded in your mind you know yeah oh when i first met my wife i don't uh, remember the first time she remembers i was in my dorm yeah i remember at first when i first met her yeah so when i first met her at the house party she had uh in their garage they were playing uh, beer pong and stuff and she had these like the super short shorts on tanned up you know i'm like 19 i'm like hey like that's what's up you probably hear him crying in the background <laughs> I was like, hey that's what's up you know like i like her super i thought she was super hot i was like all right this is cool and i started talking to her i remember i gave her my phone number hella corny how, how corny is this so a guy giving a girl his phone number that's that's pathetic bro is it that's pathetic you got to get her number it's like an action that needs i mean you're lucky that you you skated in yeah but so I sent her, I think it was a Facebook message. Too. How lame is that? I was like, hey, I'm not sure if any of your friends gave you my number yet, but here it is. Something, <laughs> something corny like that, you know? So you yeah. didn't even give her your number in person? No, I didn't. I think I sent that message to her and my friend's car while they were walking. Her, her and her friends were walking to go get like, there's a Mexican food place on the end of their block. Mm -hmm. Go get like chicken chips or something. And I sent her a freaking Facebook message. Yeah. <laughs> that's travis's game super romantic man you know that's yeah. how that's how i keep them that's how i used to keep them around back in the day Facebook i don't know if you don't want me to tell the stories from from you back in the day depends on which ones yeah <laughs> i was thinking about it. i was like does he want me to tell him is his wife gonna listen to this i mean you were just a great guy travis just well, to we had some fun times in high school for sure we sure did i was trying to think you know because uh, like you don't remember meeting your wife for the first time. I don't really remember when we like hit it off. I remember we were in Schiffman's English class. Yeah. <laughs> and that's right. We became like close, but I don't know. I don't remember like our origin story there. Me neither. That's kind of, yeah, we were in his class. I knew it was an English class. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But yeah. I think we sat next to each other and he'd get mad at us because we just, yeah, like, talk or I'd fall yeah. sometimes. So it's like, it's probably like these fucking guys over here yeah just a pain in my ass he was kind of a dick but <laughs> like, um shut up i think he even moved us one time i think we got moved mm -hmm. if i remember right I just, about it i'm pretty sure he put us all, like opposite ends of the room yeah like, kids are just like yeah like i don't even know him dude i just met him this my first time this guy <laughs> i'm like why am i getting in trouble i remember i remember in the class 
you were going to get me the job and I was asking you about the job. Travis's dad was the manager at this restaurant, Baker Square. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, what'd you say? I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was so neurotic and nervous about this whole thing. And I was like, I was trying to have you tell me who all these people were. And I was like taking notes. And you're like, dude, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, who gets shit? Like, I'm like, who is this? You know, and you're giving me this list. And you're like, ah. Oh, that was a good job for high school. You know, I had so much fun at that job. It was like a good enough. It was it always got busy enough to where we can still bullshit. Like, yeah. At work. I think that was a good crew, though. Like, uh, if I remember, mm-hmm. right. I had a, like a good mix of people are just having a good time shooting yeah. in the back and like doing crap you're not supposed to do but i mean you remember dan dan's like the white guy he had a little bit of facial thing going on and he had like gauges or you know vaguely now that you're... he was like he was i think he was 20 i thought he was like way older older but it was oh, just because i do know who yeah. you're talking about now he was doing drugs all the time and drinking and doing all this crazy shit i do know who you're talking about now he's kind of tall dude right if i remember like if i'm thinking about the same guy he was like a pale white guy with yeah with some facial hair and there was phil his like awkward friend and there was a always an awkward phil somewhere i worked with the awkward phil at lowe's too i don't know did you yeah there's just a phil's it's a pattern yeah and sarah of course sarah um yeah yeah did you ever talk to her uh i think i did a, a while back on instagram Nothing uh-huh. you know because she was someone of her uh, uh do you have her on instagram by by chance i have her on but facebook oh but she has like she posts like stuff and i forget what it was but i was like i was like oh you know i agreed with whatever she said but um that's she's it. posting some political shit and you're like yeah yeah, like I get like it. Mexicans, I hate those. <laughs> I'm only half Mexican, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's why I can say it. <laughs> hey, that's what confuses people. You should see. Uh, so I, I took my cloak, like some clothes to the dry cleaners. You know, I told the guy my name's Travis Burmley. Uh-huh. My receipt or whatever. Put Chavez. A Z E whatever it was, and then he spelled Burmley B I R R M. A L A Y or something like that. I'm like, damn. Nice. Like, so every time I go there and I get my receipts, I've been there a few times now. I don't it's like Chavez. Yeah. <laughs> so. I haven't even told him that's not right. I, I've been there like five times. Like, I just, it makes what me. What are you laugh. getting dry clean so much, dude? Oh, like dress pants and shirts and shit. Dress? Yeah. I don't press stuff anymore. I'm not in there. Get new pants, dude. What do you just put it in the dryer, dude? <laughs> Trust me, I wouldn't be going to the dry cleaners, bro. Are you serious? I'd just buy new clothes. Get them in there, get them pressed. You just buy new ones. Must be nice. I don't. I don't have. I'm. I, I wrote a whole article about. It. I don't. I don't have high maintenance shit like that. It's like I have a suit, and if I wear that, then I can get that dry clean. But all my other clothes, why would I go to the? Oh, it's put a, them in the dryer. Yeah, I don't take them all the time. It's just like a dress shirt because we got we're going to a wedding like next week, so I dress pants and a dress shirt. Dude, you've been in this dry cleaner five times. How many weddings? Have oh, you over to? over the years, because I'm also <laughs> taking my freaking comforter and your comfort this yeah. is crazy yeah i've never heard of this luxury at its finest that's what i wanted to ask i, I actually have this written down how do you see yourself race-wise you know that's a good question i don't know i never really thought 
I, I have thought about it, I guess. I'm not going to say I haven't. Um, just, I think of it this way, just because I've been to so many parts of around the world now, so many countries. And every country I've ever been to, they're like, oh, you're an American. There's no, oh, you're. You're giving one of those answers. You're just an American. No, because that's how the world views us. I feel like. Yeah. And, and I, the people like in some of the ports I went to was myself, my friend from Louisiana and our friend uh, from Detroit. We're all different. He's a big old black dude. Got Southern white boy. And he got myself who's like a hybrid. Uh-huh. <laughs> but everywhere we went we're treated all the same they're not like oh you're black so whatever we hate you more than these guys or you're white so we like you or whatever it's like no you're american we just we fucking hate you basically mm-hmm. especially in japan we went to japan man they throw up like an x at some places like get the hell out of here like you're not really old. yeah <clears throat> wow our ship pulled up so we're coming in our ship and they have like little little tugboat fishing boats and they're all telling us to go home and like, they're not <laughs> Damn. And, and that's why I say American. And because I, it's funny because every other country around the world, if you're born in that country, that's what you are. Like Anderson Silva, perfect example. I forget who brought this up one time. It was another MMA fighter. Anderson Silva's black skin, but he identifies as a Brazilian because he's from Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's Fabricio Werdu now I'm thinking about because he called it Cain Velasquez. I mean, he's like saying he's Mexican. He's like, well, he's born in America. He's not Mexican. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like there's some truth to that, I think. But I know that's not everybody thinks that way because I don't, also don't think a lot of people have left the country mm-hmm. enough to uh, understand what I, when I tell them that. They're like, oh, that's, oh, yeah, just America. Oh, that's American of you. It's like, well, because that's how the rest of the world views me. They don't view me as, oh, this guy's a Mexican white dude or something. It's like, but you told me how everybody else is viewing you. How do you? Yeah. How does Travis view? That's Travis. how I view myself. That's how I view okay. myself. Because I guess you know, I never really thought about it until I went around the world. It's like, damn, I'm actually an American. That's who I am. I am an American. Mm-hmm. It's and it's like all patriotic, gun ho, shoot guns in the air. But it's like that's what we are to the world and that's actually what i am i'm born here i don't speak spanish i don't i don't do anything like that i've never been to mexico so i can't say i'm mexican i mean never been to like what's white to you know my parents <laughs> they're from all over the place it could be my white people are swedish they're italian they're all these different things you got that crazy yeah lincoln, lincoln blood in there oh yeah well, not his, but his first wife's, yeah, which is, yeah, you remember that. Holy crap. That's, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, the Todds. Yeah, yeah. It's like that side of the family. Crazy Mary Todd. Yeah, his first wife. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. That's a good question, but. I think it's interesting because <clears throat> after I left the Central Valley, you know, I lived in all these, like, academic liberal places. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with the culture wars, I don't know how much you're you're like tapped into that. Um, but your answer, I feel like is a very, it's a very like that area answer. Like your answer is like, I'm a good guy country answer. Like you're not given like the Confederate flag, you know, like the people at the redneck shit kickers in our high school, which, you know, I'm not saying they're racist, but I'm saying they wouldn't give that answer. Right. You're like, I'm a good guy. 
I'm not racist. They would say I'm American because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, freaking, yeah. But I feel like the people, the liberals who, the like very hyper liberal social justice warrior people, or the people in the academic circles, I feel like would be like, oh, I can't, that's not even, that's not a real answer. We're talking like we're getting nitty gritty. And I think that that's an interesting evolution that's happened because I feel like people who quote unquote weren't racist or like, are just like, oh, I'm just, you know, I treat you as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be black from Detroit. You may be Louisiana. I don't know, Bayou kind of guy, but I'm just, you know, we're all people, but I feel like that's not, you can't say that anymore in these circles. It'd be like, oh no, you need to be. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you barely even do that even within America and in itself. Like you hear all these things. When I see a California license plate and I live in Texas. I start puke. I'm like, like, yeah. well, dude, fuck it. Hey man. It's like, get out of your little hole in the wall place that you live in and freaking experience the world. That's what, I think that's what gets me frustrated sometimes when I get into like even I hear like race arguments and stuff and mm-hmm. like whatever. I don't know how it is to be black in America, obviously, or whatever. Um, or any other ethnicity other than my own, I guess, if you want to go that route. But it's like, dude, if you were to just pick up the most racist white guy and the most anti-white black guy, and we and the three of us, four of us go freaking thailand guess what they're, they're going to hate us all the same uh-huh. they're not going to hate us differently they're going to look at us all it's it's very humbling experience when you experience it i think um i don't know to see i guess he can actually it gives you some insight if never really thought about in super in depth before but maybe how some ethnicity ethnicities deal with stuff here in america being you know immigrant and view differently from people in america or someone of color and it's like oh shit like different different experience you kind of get a taste of maybe what some folks might go through here but uh-huh. i don't know that's why I, like when i when i brought up the whole yeah i'm american thing i've always one of the things i always get back there like, oh you're it's because you're conservative on huh? your hardcore conservative i'm like no i'm actually i feel like i'm pretty even keeled on most things because he's a racist racist like i got liberal things i agree with i got conservative conservative ideologies or beliefs that i'm all for but you're just a mix and match travis you're just well you're just I'm, above all that tribal stuff well i'm not sure how you are with it but it's like i i don't like to put my 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 one thoughts into one bucket uh-huh. all my beliefs and i think like i i forget who i was talking to about this actually just recently like a lot of people vote even because oh i'm just a democrat i'm just a republican yeah. it's like so you vote based on your party you don't base on anything anybody's saying any research any facts you're not looking into anything you're literally just going to vote for somebody but the whole everybody's dumb you know that's, that's most that's most yeah. of the people it, isn't that the craziest thing in the world though like it blows my mind sometimes it's like think of it it's like well that's why nothing ever gets accomplished i'm like shit <laughs> <laughs> so wow. for for our listeners travis let's give a brief bio of Tra- travis grew up the central valley of california to me a place that i hated i couldn't stand the central valley but i had a different experience than travis travis was just had a great time um, and then during wow. high school um we can go back to baker square but during high school you and your family moved to texas yeah my last year of high school yeah and why did your dad did 
did we did you guys move because he had a job there or what was the deal I don't, I don't know the full reason why they moved i know my my grandparents retired and they moved to new mexico so it was kind of i think because they sold it was cheaper that was like one of those original spurts of when californians are yeah walking to texas i mean i think the house they bought was a bigger and the land more land and it was a lot cheaper than what they had in california at the time so maybe that's why they did it I, i'm not entirely sure why they did it, but that, that'd be my guess because it makes how sense. was it for you i hated it yeah i hated it um like one of the things i hate i got called california kid a lot i thought it was kind of stupid like oh, california kid but they're like, oh, you're a California kid, you're a California kid. Like when California Love would come on, I remember we're at, I think it was our senior party or some graduation party. Yeah. Somebody's like, hey, dude, they're playing your song. Like, oh, it's, I love it. I, don't get me yeah. wrong. I love the song, yeah. but damn. So just because I'm from there, like, what if I was a hardcore rock and roller and that's all I'd listen to? So you're just going to pluck me out from wherever the I hell think it's is. also weird because when I, when people know I'm from California, they think I'm from like surfing and hanging out in LA and I was doing, you know, movie stars are walking by or they think they think LA usually and then San Francisco. And it's like, no, I grew up, it was more agricultural than this place. You know, there was, it was the country. Yeah. It was more conservative than most of the places I've ever lived. And so it's different than the California that they think. Well, that's most of California, I think is actually that agricultural. Yeah. It's just smaller communities. It's all spread out. Yeah. Like but I most think- of the land is like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most bands like that, and that's what my wife and I were just talking about this last time. We saw a California commercial, and it showed San Diego and L.A. and yeah. San Francisco. Like, come to California, and your dreams will like come true. And it's like, man, yeah. I literally, think it's three cities, you know? Yeah. Like everything from Bakersfield to yeah. Sacramento is just what the hell is that? You know, that's yeah, all of our produce. <laughs> yeah, I know everything are almonds that yeah by the world and stuff but it's uh that's what trips me out yeah because when i went to texas even when i first got in the navy everybody's like oh you surf man are you a surfer and it's like yeah it looks like a surfer maybe i I don't know like that's a weird assumption to make off somebody that's like right bowls i don't i don't think i ever said to anybody but it's like damn i should ask them when i went to texas but do you all ride bowls and from the hip you guys yeah yeah dude that should have been you you didn't have the personality enough to to bully him to bully him back dude you're too no. nice of a guy exactly well I've, I've been bullied in junior high and high school at ross you got bullied yeah oh yeah by who i'm not going to put people's names on blast but after were... the after the call i don't know All right. they're the popular kids um i don't ever know why, why it happened like but uh, because um, I had moved there sixth grade, my parents moved to to Houston. From where? From Modesto. Oh, from the big Houston. city. Yeah, I didn't even know Houston was a place. <laughs> you know, it's like and everybody that. thinks it's Houston. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, we ended up moving to Texas eventually, but it's like, damn, it, that's yeah. what I, thought. I was like. Oh my god, we're going to Texas. But yeah, I went there. I don't know why I got bullied, but yeah the popular kids kind of bully me and then same thing with basketball it's actually the reason why i quit playing basketball freshman year high school i just stopped playing because of it it, it just wasn't fun anymore because i was like 
been threatened. My brother had to come pick me up one day. It, Ernie had to come save you? Yeah, man. I was Damn. just kids our, our age. It was like juniors and seniors also. So, yeah, yeah. Now I'm curious about who I'll have to hear after the call about who. I mean, it's kind of, this is kind of effed up, I guess, a little bit, but it's made me feel better now looking back or seeing where some of those individuals are, or at least that, the main one. And I'm like, somebody's Damn. popping into my head that isn't doing too well. So I wonder if that's because this individual that we're talking about also bullied some other people. He, I didn't, I didn't interact with him because I didn't go to Ross. Um, and then in high school, it was like, but I wonder if it's the same person. It, and it probably the person is. who was the person who was bullied. I asked him, I was, cause I knew that this guy bullied him and I was like, do you feel good about, he's like, hell yeah, I do. I feel great about where he's at. Yeah, I kind of do now too. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not sure if it, I never did anything about it. Like, if it were to just been him, I probably would have done something at the time. But it was a fact because he had an older sibling that went to our, our high school. So his friends, yeah, like the backing. Was of, his older sibling a girl? Yes. You okay. know what I'm talking about. Okay. So you, you know who I'm talking about then. Mm-hmm. So he had like these older friends also, which I mean, I think that's what kind of made him the way he was also. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah who's going to mess with me? I got friends that are juniors and yeah okay, seniors are like grown-ups basically like okay i don't know where it ever stemmed from um to be honest because i never really went out of my way to talk to him or anything but i like well, the did you that, share a class with him or how was he singing because i never interacted with him oh basketball because he played basketball okay but i like things because i was better than him yeah probably not, not, he might have been better than me to be honest i don't i don't really remember from it's probably because you're more handsome too i back then i wasn't let's be real i had pimples and braces man i was a fucking hot mess with the flat so top I had a flat i'll let top. travis trash him but for our listeners travis was a very good looking i mean now he's just kind of a a schlub but back in high yeah. school travis was a good looking guy we'll have to talk about the early days later but um <laughs> But, but Travis had a little bit of, Travis had like a goofy guy game. I remember you were like, um, you talk about uh, with this body. That was one of your lines. You'd be like with this body. And uh, we had a, at Baker square at the restaurant we worked at, we'll have to get into this later, but there was a very cute older woman that worked there oh. flirt with Barbara, Hardcore. Hardcore. new car smell. I remember that was one of your, one of your lines. <laughs> that didn't work apparently. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about her. Yeah. You can't forget about Barbara. Man, those are some fun days, man. Oh, yeah. I pursued that hard in high school, knowing that it would never, ever happen. But, man. Dude, I felt like, have you ever seen the movie Waiting? <laughs> That's us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there was, um, I always tell, I've told a story. Remember they had Chick Yvonne that worked there? I'm not sure. Yeah, were. I was going to describe her in, she what? was a, how do we say this? She was a um, free-spirited girl, very uh, don't open. Piss don't piss her off, too, if you're a customer, man. Like, really? One of the, few, one of the like, main memories I have of her, I have how they had the little wine bottles and you pour in the glass. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, one of the, her customers was like, oh, man, it's the glass is just too dirty. So she said like three, three or four times she sent the glass back. Excuse me. So um, she brought it back. She's like, Fuck that bitch. She's spitting in and started rubbing it with her finger. She's like, oh, it's clean now. And I was like, 
Jesus Christ, dude. You know, how old are you? 16? Yeah. <laughs> I like, felt like well, I felt you. like it was that job was where it was my first like real job. Like I'd worked before, but it was yeah. like working with like coworkers. And it was just like off the wall cowboy shit, you know, like it was like waiting where everybody's just got their own personalities. They're all doing crazy shit. Um, but Yvonne, so were you close with Yvonne? No, I, I wasn't, but I worked with her a few times. And I just, that was like the, the one memory I really remember of her. Yeah. She used to sit on the calendars and uh, she was just, and she was kind of a. Have you looked her up? No, I haven't. Have Do you, you know her last name? You don't have to tell me her last, but on the call. I don't know her last name. I don't know it, but because I'm wondering how much I can talk about, but I remember catching her and another person, Carlos. Do you remember Carlos? His name's, see, you know, all these people. I remember you, you've been drinking too much. Uh, Carlos was like the hardworking Mexican guy. He had a brother, Fernando or something. His name sounds super, super familiar though. But, and then Phil, remember awkward Phil? Okay, so I, earlier in the story, you remember me mentioning Awkward Phil. Yeah. Okay, so there's Dan. Dan really liked Yvonne, right? And then he wanted to get with Yvonne, and he was just like putting on all these moves to try to get with Yvonne. And then Awkward Phil ended up getting with Yvonne. And it was like, and him and Dan were close, and it was like this, I felt bad for Dan. I was like, damn, dude, <laughs> that sucks, bro. <laughs> Damn, that does suck. And then yeah. there was that girl, Ashley. You remember Ashley? Oh, the manager. No, Heather. That's Heather. Oh, there was a... So no, there... no, not the one you're thinking of. Not the, not the cute, the super cute... Uh, I don't remember her name. That's who you're thinking of, right? Yeah, because yeah, my, yeah. dad, my dad got in the way of that one, actually. You know, really? Think of who I'm thinking of. There was Heather when we first got hired. Heather's the blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, the, I remember when I first started working there, there was a really cute girl. She was like short, right? Are we talking about the same person? Probably not. Probably not. This is the one that you seem to like be interested in. But then she left. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. But it wasn't her. There was, <clears throat> there was another one that I got. I almost, I almost, man, I kind of, like did it to myself of not being able to like hook up with her. I'm not going to go into detail, but I kind of got my own way on that one. I kind what of, was her name? I can't remember her name though. And she was a manager. She ended up becoming one. I think because she worked there while I was there. Travis doesn't remember anything. This guy. Oh man. We're all talking like 16 years ago. Um, was she Mexican ish? I think so. She was probably more, on more white than hispanic but uh yeah she had become she was a waitress and she became a manager yeah i'm pretty sure i was her little little movement there yeah but yeah it started one day she said something to me and i was cleaning some dishes or something i was in the back and i had like a rag i was like oh my god what and i kind of got my i kind of got my own way those are the my what, do you, what, what does that mean like you you were like nervous no, because she, I, I pulled a rookie move. Uh, I mean, 16 years old, so I pulled a cap, and she's older. I think she's like 18, 19, maybe even older. Um, my parents had went out 
to like a concert or something. And I told my dad, I was like, oh man, can I, can I go over? I, for some reason, I asked my dad. It's like the most un-16-year-old thing to do when... Dude, did your dad say no? Because that's yeah, fucked up. He did. He said no. Dude, I'm going to... Next time I see your dad, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Are but, you serious? But I did it to myself. Instead of just saying, hey, can I... <clears throat> we hang out. Like it was you, me, and uh, Tanner sure. a lot. Or Tanner, yeah. And we got to talk about Tanner stories. <laughs> yeah. There's this one... I'll get to it after this. But... Yeah. um. Yeah, so I kind of got my own way because I was like, you know, my dad's like, no, she's a manager. And I was just like, well, kind of, well, I screwed myself myself because I shouldn't have asked him. And from the get-go, I actually told the story to my brother just a couple weekends ago when I was up up, uh, in Northern California. And he kind of, he's like, yeah, you kind of dropped the ball. Travis has been regretting this. Whoever this girl is, uh, sorry, Travis doesn't remember your name, but he's been regretting it for 15 years. Or like, how do I remember that? Almost 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> this guy's been the one that got away. Ah, no, not that one. That one. Yeah, that would have been like a fling. But I don't know. All these Lolux things set me up for a pretty adventurous 18, 19, 20-year-old life. So oh. missing out, you were like, I gotta get after it now. I get after I gotta it. start picking up girls in bars. Yeah, flat top is gone. <laughs> so but anyways, how you, how have you been, man? We talked a lot about me. How, how have you been? I, I've read some of your stuff the other day. Yeah, watching. you were preparing for the interview? No, because I've, I've read some of your stuff before. And that's why I brought the whole... I think you mentioned bowling first, or maybe I did. Because I had re- I reread it. I read it when you first mentioned it. I think you posted something about it. And then I was like, man, I... And I started clicking through your stuff, and I saw it again. I was like, man, that was a good one. And then you had the picture of us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah and i travis I, is like i'm in it i was like holy crap i was like yeah this is crazy i i don't that was i went to boot camp right after that picture was basically taken it was mm-hmm. it was crazy yeah like man i like obviously i didn't know some of the stuff you you people said to you and i don't think people that get bullied talk about it with their friends i didn't well and i think that was a lot of that was before we met because it was in middle school like you got bullied in middle school and some of freshman year and I got bullied in middle school and then I just snapped and became, you know, violent asshole. Um, but a little steak knives. Uh, you were yeah, yeah. and it cracked me up. I was like, fuck, man, remember those guys fucking taking fucking steak knives. Yeah. I used to carry, I used to carry steak knives. We used to a little arson. I, I was it's crazy. Yeah. But it's like I think when you I don't know if it so it only happened to me in junior high, if I remember when I was reading it, like or like you just said. But when you are bullied, I don't think you even tell your friends. Because, like, I didn't tell, like, the guys in high school that we hung out with, oh, fuck, this dude fucks with me all the time. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if it's because, like, you're embarrassed. I can't put myself back in that mindset, but or back to those days. But I'm not sure if it's because, like, you're embarrassed or if you tell them, are they going to want to do something? And it's, yeah. you know. Well, I think I think it's hard it's like people talk about with masculinity. I think there's good, you know, tons of good aspects of masculinity, but maybe a common thing is that, I mean, I don't know if girls, I feel like girl bullying is worse in a way because it's like your friends, but um, way more like, it sounds like they're far more vicious too. Like they deep, man. Like girls will pull up some shit you like spoke about in secret and they'll Uh public in front of everybody and just cut you at the lid and you're just done. 
but yeah. But I feel like, <clears throat> you know, if you ever watch cartoons and like, there's always like best friends in cartoons and they're like telling each other their dark, dark secrets and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like in general, like if we were bullied, it's like, we weren't just like, oh, hey guys at the lunch table, like yeah. what's his name was just a huge fucking asshole to me. And then they're all, but it might've been better, you know, for everybody to talk about that shit. Yeah. And, and then most of the time when, I don't know about when you were bullied, but like when I was bullied is when I was by myself. So like I said, it was a lot of it yeah. was like basketball. So like I passed, the, the last time I remember it happening was after basketball practice. Remember how the, the high school was on the front where the buses came, there was like the little opening and there's like some, um, like a little planner box type deal. You can yeah. Sit. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting there and by the bathrooms. Yeah. By the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'd just been asked if I wanted to practice with the JV team as a freshman. So I was like thinking about, it. I was like, that's kind of cool. But then said individual comes up and he's like, Oh, you think you're better than me or whatever. And then the, the G, some of the guys on JV are like, Oh, why you just fight them? I'm like, dude. And they're like, you know, threatening me. Like, Oh, we're going to kick your ass. If you, all this crap I don't know, like whatever dude that must have been scary bro you got yeah, all these people myself. rolling up and, yeah and myself that's what's funny because <laughs> think about it, they never it never happened when yeah when, when it's like oh i'm by myself and then there's nobody around to see there's yeah. no friends yeah so they're not yeah. gonna do what my friends are around yeah i don't know why you know it's like okay good for you there's like five of you and there's one of me and what are you supposed to do like see see that's that, why i don't I don't consider it like I had a lot of a ton of confrontations and like asshole movements like that in high school. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I don't consider it bullying in the same way is because I wasn't like, Oh, I'm just taking it. Yeah. You know, then it was like, dude, I'm going to fucking stab you. Like, I don't give a shit, yeah. dude. You know, or you, you've got people around, you've got friends. Like I didn't really have real friends in middle school, you know? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they were going to like, be like, Oh shit, I'm rolling with you, John. We're going to go fight some people. It was like, Oh, you're by yourself. Yeah. Well, Dude, that's even, some like predator shit that they were doing to you. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, even like junior highs, because I was new in sixth grade and a lot of those people that in Houston, they've known each yeah, other. It's like I wrote about, they, they all went to pre-kindergarten. They were, they were yeah. in the womb together. They came out, they were born in the same hospital right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. like, they, they all know, they've all known each other, been other each other's houses, birthday parties or whatever. They all played together, soccer, little league. So everybody knows each other. So it's like, even junior high, it's probably worse because it's like, okay, like I started making friends, like the friends that I had in high school, but it's like, I live far enough outside of town too, where I didn't hang out with anybody outside of school. Yeah. You didn't live within walking distance of the town. It yeah. was a bummer. Was like, after school, I'm like, see you guys later. Like even summertime, I wouldn't see most of them all summer. Yeah. You're not going to La Perla. No yeah. yeah. And if I do go to La Perla, it's with my parents. It's like, Hey, how cool is that? You know? But, uh, yeah, it's weird. It always happened. Always happened when I was by myself, even in junior high. It was like that. Like I, I forget what one of the kids was, but I had to. They're like play me, play me basketball. So it was a lot of basketball, and I beat them. I, I if I remember right, I beat them. It was one on one, and I was like in sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. But they were older. I beat them, and then I got threatened again. They're like, oh, now now the next person came in. They're like, oh, you're gonna play me now. I'm like, like dude, this is like the dumbest insecure shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, this guy's better than me in basketball. I better have him beat me again so I can bitch about it. And it, but it's like one of those things. I wish if I, if I were to go back, I don't wish because I don't really like sit and think about the past too often. But if I were to, like, knowing what I know now, 
man, if I go back, if I were to go back, I would punch one of those dudes right in the face. Even if yeah. there's a of them, fucking take my ass kicking. But I'm going to bust one of their faces. Fucking stab them, bro. Yeah. But, you know, I, would, I, I wish I would have done something sometimes when I think about it. But at the same time, it's probably good I didn't because I just took it. The thing that does suck, I think it ruined basketball for me. I never played after. Yeah. Like, I didn't even play my full freshman year. Ended up quitting, like, a quarter of the And that's season. fucked up, dude. You know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, I still play basketball, though. I love it. But, yeah, I took, I took that, that joy away from playing competitive basketball, something I wanted to do because I love to do it in high school. But that sucks. It happens. I mean, turn out okay. Did you? <laughs> I think. I'm cry after this. I want to take a, a super freaking hot shower. And We're getting just... into the meat of it, bro. We're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I bared my feelings in the, in the article is good for you to, uh, I think, I think I talked about it a bit in the post that I wrote, but I get the feeling when I see if, you know, like in a movie or something, or cause I don't really hang, I'm not like hanging out at schools in real life, but if mm-hmm. I saw a kid getting bullied, um, you know, I may want to like beat up the bully, but it's more like the kid. I want to shake him, like stand up for yourself, dude, like fucking punch this guy. But yeah. it's hard in the moment when you don't, it's easy looking back, you know, just like when you, you were like, man, I shouldn't have told my dad. I shouldn't have asked my dad about this. Yeah, that's a stupid and with, Yeah. And, and it's like, you, you know how stupid it is now. Yeah. And then with the bullying thing, it's like, you know, now, like if I was in that situation, dude, just fucking clock this guy, you know, at least, at least get one punch in. Yeah. Cause I think if you do retaliate, like, even if you got one good punch, it might stop him from messing with you afterwards. Because you're like, dude, this guy's kind of fucking crazy. Like, there's five of us, and he legit said, fuck it, and went after one of us and, like, busted my nose or busted yeah. my leg. Here, let me, let me ask you this, Travis, because people ask me this. So, you're getting bullied. Mm-hmm. You're on the basketball team or whatever. You're playing basketball. How come you didn't ask? How come you didn't tell the basketball coach? Who's the basketball coach? He was a teacher. Can't remember his name. He <laughs> he got mad at me too because I said I blamed it on uh, like back spasms or something, and then he'd see me playing in uh, in PE. <laughs> uh, he's like, "What the fuck?" Like he's like, "This fucking guy's lying." Like I stopped going to practice and shit. Um, so how come you didn't tell the administration? How come you didn't tell a coach? I think his name was Mister Zolstra, Coach Zolstra. Mister Zolstra. Zolstra. He was like a the, science or math teacher. He was the uh, geometry teacher. Yeah. I TA'd for him. That's why I know him. He's tall. Yeah. He's a tall dude. Yeah. So he was a coach. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't tell anybody. The only person I told was my brother. And I, I remember when I told him, I went, I was in his room. I was looking, I always used to love looking through his sports cards and shit. I was on his bed. He was like on his computer or something. I started crying. My brother's like, Oh, what's wrong? And I told him what happened. And that's when my brother picked me up. Seeing that backfire too, because then I, the next practice I went to like, Oh, your brother gets to come pick you up. And it's like, it's like, I can't win, dude. Like, well, my brother was like, I hope one of those kids are 18. And I was like, oh shit, because my brother's six years older. And like, that's the last thing he needs from my brother. brother's like an old man going to prison for you. Fucking killing somebody. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people don't tell people. I mean, I think because it, it wasn't bad to like it was bad thinking about like how it sounded bad. But I never let like cramp my style. Like, I still had fun. No, dude, that's some bullshit. That's like when when somebody like went through some traumatic shit and then they're like, well, you know, I mean, they didn't like beat the shit out of me. Like it wasn't that bad. It's like, you went through this traumatic shit. I think a part of it is it seems like a bitch move to do, even though it's fucked up. Like 
I, like I, I have to, this is like prison now. Like I got to defend myself from this fucking gang. Like it's that ridiculous. Might be, that might be it. Like asking for help is a weird, like that back to masculinity yeah. thing. Ask even as a, a young teenager, maybe part of it's like, especially that time because you're transitioning. You know, your hormones are starting to kick in. You're, you're, you're changing as a person. So maybe that's part of it too. For like the first time, you get kind of have this yeah. sense of like a self-respect and like a self-honor type deal where it's like i don't want to go cry to my mom and dad like i'm a i'm 13 i'm 14 i'm not a little baby maybe that's part of it but i think i think for me the biggest part if you think about it it's like okay i tell them right do these guys get in trouble maybe maybe they get in trouble right like it's like it could be he said she said or he said he said maybe they get in trouble yeah and then it's like they're not gonna get expelled like they're still gonna be there i gotta see them and then they're like oh this guy's a bitch he just told and so then you're still seeing them. They're still, you know, and then it's more like maybe they're not outright punking you, but there's, it's still, so to me, there's no good solution. Yeah. Just in general, besides being violent as fuck. <laughs> like, just, yeah, besides, besides actually retaliating and doing yeah. something fucking borderline psycho, you know, yeah. that's all you could really do. But like I said, if it was like one, just like the yeah. one person that was in our grade, if, if it was just him, I would have, I would have fought him hands down i know for a fact because there's so many times i was sitting there i'm like clenching my fist i'm shaking like if it's just him i, I know for a fact because of how pissed he made me i would beat the crap out of him but when it's him i'm looking up and there's like dude that's six foot something or at least they look like it when you're you know younger than them giants they play football they play basketball they wrestle and it's like okay i'm just kind of getting into my own body you got all these jocks there ready to like yeah, oh, my ass, and it's yeah. like, I mean, I don't have any backing. What's going to happen? I'm going to punch him. I'm going to get my ass stomped on by some freaking. But after that, did it get better? I guess you just quit basketball. Yeah, I quit basketball, and I, yeah, actually, yeah, I never had an issue after I quit. Which kind of would you when you saw him? What did he like? You know, nothing. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. It's like after I quit basketball, it's yeah, basically stopped. Yeah. How, how fucked up is that? I never really thought about when it stopped, but yeah, that's kind of. You weren't a threat anymore to stop going to basketball and stop playing. It's not like he did anything with the fucking basketball. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's not like I took his soul on the court. Yeah. So shit, we're on the team. That's what's crazy. We're on the team. We're trying to. You would think if somebody's good and they're on your team, I'm not saying I was the best player, but I was. I'm pretty good. I think most people that I played with assume I'm like above average most of the time. So it's like, I'm a key contributor to the team. Why wouldn't you want me on your team? Like, sorry if it takes any shine away from you. Like, like who cares? I don't know. That's like a, but he also had like dad issues if I remember right. He kind of had some, because in junior high, there's, there's a few times if I had a real good game, his dad would be like, oh, good game, Travis. And like, give me a high five or something. And nice. And then he's like crying. He's like, fuck, dude. Look at your ass over here. You suck, man. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if any of his friends will listen to this and be like, yeah, he was kind of a douche. I mean. Yeah, I think, I think there was a kid who got bullied. I mean, I guess I can talk about it because he, he wrote about it. I don't know if you know the kid. Chris Peterson, he was like this nerdy Mormon kid. He's like a super conservative guy. But he was in a grade or two below us. He ran for class president. You, you might not have, he might not have come up until you left, but he was this nerdy kid. He was like a theater geek. Um, and he wrote about being bullied. And then some of the people 
like apologize to him, you know, for being bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like, I, I don't know, even know why I brought this up, but it was, it's like, it's interesting. Oh, oh, you were talking about his friends listening. So yeah, it's like, I feel like there's some category of people that are look back and they're like, dude, I don't know why I acted like that. I'm sorry. You know? And that's what I always wanted. I always wanted a fucking apology. It's like, this was some fucked up shit, but, but now, then there's some, would you, what care, it, would you want one now though? Would you want an apology now? Would it make any difference if what's it? So been, say if it's been, but since junior high, that's at least what yeah. 17 years now, 18 yeah. years, yeah. but it's a lifetime ago. Would it make a difference right now at 32 years old, 33 years so, old? Like, hey, I'm sorry for what I did to at a living. So it's not like I'm living, like I wrote it because I was, you know, I write about different things. So it's yeah. not like I'm living my life thinking about it. I'm not, I'm just doing my own thing. Like, it's not like it's, yeah, part, yeah, exactly the same thing. You, you yeah. know, it's like a continuous thought, but when you yeah. sit down and think about it, it's like, damn, that shit was yeah. kind of. But yeah, I, I do. I want a fucking apology. I would love. I would love an apology. <laughs> I, I I want a fucking apology. It's like, it's like, and every bully in a movie, like they they have it. I forget what uh, I wrote about this. There were certain movies like Rocco's Modern Life, the TV show, and there's another one where the bully becomes like, um, I think it's anger management. Do you remember that movie with Adam Sandler? Yeah, Adam Sandler and uh... but he runs into his bully, and then his bully's like a Zen monk. You know, and he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And it's like, I was wanted like, yeah, where's my fucking apology? This was a huge fucking injustice. I can't believe this shit. And so it would mean something, I think. And it's because it bothers me. It's like, it doesn't bother me normally. But if I think about it, I'm like, can you fucking believe this shit? Yeah. Can you believe what I had to deal with? Yeah. It's like this fucking basketball shit. I'd be like, can you fucking believe this? Yes. And so I've never, some... well, Go ahead. I've never thought of it like, like that i guess i never thought about it like that because i still play basketball i play i play all the time so <laughs> it's not like it ruined playing for me for my yeah. life i still love playing. we could have won some games with you in there i would have actually gone to a basketball game if you <laughs> shit and so instead of playing basketball i got a job at bigger square <laughs> okay so maybe this worked out best maybe i'm glad you got bullied some things work out uh, i'm gonna go send that dude a facebook message and be like you know what dude we were just talking about your ass thank you for, for playing <laughs> There was times after, like even when I was after the Navy, when I, or in the Navy, I'd go home and I'm like, man, if I ever saw this guy right now, I'd probably, I'd probably slap the shit out of him. There's but something about that. Like if yeah. I were to see him at like, when I was like 18, 19, where it's still kind of fresh, it's only removed a yeah. few years. Like if I were to see him and you try to come up and be like, hey, what's up, bro? I'd probably slap the shit out of him. Yeah. I know. I, even now I know I could kick his ass. I don't know. Yeah. I shouldn't probably say it but I'm, i was never afraid of him it's just yeah, like it's just the whole thing yeah it's the whole crew even if his friends if it was just one of his friends i would at least i, I know i would have done something but it's just when you're out yeah. and you know it's like waving you don't i mean what do you do yeah. but see see at least with you i don't know about me because i don't know if the dude that bullied me was like bullying a whole bunch of people you know because i was like an easy target and i was like fucking Asian new guy who had been to private school. And then I, I didn't know how to act. I wasn't like violent. I wasn't hard. I was like a soft, you know? Um, so I don't know if he bullied a bunch of people or just me, but I feel like with your bully, he had a whole bunch of people he fucking traumatized that hate his fucking ass. And yeah. so I feel like you're a part of this club. Like you've got all these people validation, you know, of like, fuck this guy. Yeah. 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 I guess I, I, I'm sure he did to other people. That's what's funny. I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, uh, so let me tell i won't say the name i mean after the call i can i can talk about it but no. i think he like 
in in Pop Warner football in eighth grade. I, I, again, I'm hearing this story. I wasn't at Ross, but he grabbed. I forget if he, he like grabbed a, a fistful of gravel or something or whatever. But he socked. He punched uh, this guy in the face in Pop Warner football, and it was like this huge like fucked up injustice. And so that guy hates hates the the um, individual that we're talking about. Um, so I feel like, I don't know if you asked him now, I'd be curious. I should do a whole fucking documentary on this. I know. Now I want to be part of this. If you're going to get yeah. into it. now I'm curious. Cause I, from what I've seen has, I know he's had issues. It's not, you know, it almost feels like we're being the bully now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he has issues. But you know what I mean? Like he's, it's, yeah. he's had a rough adult life. Let's put it that way. I, I think it's fair to say, I think that's not being, incorrect i mean that's objective bro yeah and yeah it'd be kind of interesting but i wonder because to me i was going to say with the with the former bullies like if you went back to these people there are some that are just fucking scumbag pieces of shit that that's who they are and then there's some you know like we both look back um at like oh man that was stupid i shouldn't have been doing that uh i don't i don't endorse that now i'm sorry you know whatever i mean i think i did worse things than you did but you yeah. know, just <laughs> yeah. Travis has always been a nice guy. Um, but I wonder if he would fall into the category of uh, this guy's still kind of a fucking scumbag or, oh, you know what? He, he's sorry. You know, he realizes he was a fucking asshole. Like you think if, if we were talking to this guy right now and he's like, Travis, dude, I'm fucking sorry. I can't believe that. You don't think that'd feel great. Like no. that'd feel good. You wouldn't care? You'd yeah, be like, because I, I, I don't care anymore. Te- re- re- and realistically, I don't really care. Like, I, this is probably the most I've ever talked about this, actually. Um, but yeah, I've, I've never really, as an adult, cared too much because it didn't. I don't, I don't know why I would say I don't care, but it's like it's never stopped me from doing anything. Like, but, you know, I'm not saying that it's a big deal or that, you know, it's, it's like, I'll give you an example. You know, when you're driving a car yeah. and you let someone come out, right? Like you let them pull out into traffic and they give you that hand. <laughs> I don't care that much. Right. Yeah. But I want the fucking hand. I want, I want to see that. Yeah. So you know how you may not care that much. You may not think about it after that, yeah. but I still want it. So with, is it not even that no. you wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't even wow. care to be honest. I'd be like, cool. Thanks. I guess. And I'd probably, say fuck you or give him the word like I okay so so you don't have any forgiveness in your heart is what i what it sounds like you just be like too little too fucking late you already did it and i don't care at this yeah. point like okay now it would have been nice if i was 14 years old and you would have said hey dude yeah. i'm sorry then and then i could have kept playing basketball or something but instead yeah. i mean what is it good does it do for me now like oh man yeah thank you 16 years 17 years later it'd been nice if it happened the following week or that a month later because i would have you know been like all right cool you know like maybe we can actually become kind of not friends but we can mates at least yeah we can like get through things like i don't need to talk to you after practice you don't need to talk yeah. to me we don't need to bump into each other which is funny because i never sought sought him i never like oh let me go find him i never yeah. like, wanted validation or anything because yeah. i don't really care about him I, I never thought highly of him anyways so that's what always made me laugh. Like the thing about now is like, damn, you sought me for some reason. Yeah. You know, I was, like you said, I'm like 
kind of a, I was kind of a dorky dude myself. I wasn't like Travis was a sweet. I mean, he's like he is now. He's a sweet guy. He's not. He doesn't bring ire out of people. You know. I don't he's see not like. I never. I never went out and like sought conversation. No confrontation yeah. or anything you know i'm like i'm just trying to mind my own business do do the best i can what i'm doing yeah. if, now if people do shit like that to me i'm going to say something but back then it's like dude that's why it wouldn't mean much to me now it's like cool thanks i mean i don't give a shit like good for you i hope that makes you sleep easy at night that you can forgive yourself <laughs> yeah. what you did 17 years ago i'm sleeping just fine dude <laughs> i'm making the documentary i'm gonna go I want to be part summer. of this shit. I, I'll, we got to fly to wherever he lives at. And I'm yeah. down freaking boots on the ground on this thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're sending him fucking boots on the ground. I'm going to get a big ass camera. We're going to have a whole investigative crew. <laughs> it's going to be knocking on the freaking door. <laughs> Dateline. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in. Have a seat. A basketball is a prop. <laughs> it's like, you feel good about this shit, dude? I'll bring up a this junior high yearbook, the team photo. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I'm not smiling. I'm not yeah. happy. Remember you said to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he and his friends would listen to this and be like, damn, he was kind of a douche. But uh, whatever. That's it is. Yeah. Well. I'd have to think if, because I don't think, I don't know how many friends of his, because I, I, we'd have to talk about after the call who, who his friends are, because I don't. Uh, well, I don't know if his friends are even friends with them anymore. That's what's interesting. I, that would be interesting to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know the whole downward spiral. I mean, I, I know very little, you knew his, you knew his full family. So I feel like you were more tapped into the Houston thing and I don't know anything. I guess you could say it was just because from sixth grade up to 11th grade when I left. What's that? That five years. Am I doing the math right? Five, six years with the same people. Yeah. And you live there. Even if you live far away, I lived in Waterford before I moved. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go pee. All right. Take a pause. Then I'll be right back. Sounds good. Okay. I probably, probably shouldn't mention names though. <laughs> no, no. But so Travis and I just got finished talking about war stories with with Travis's rambunctious high school self. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy though. Yeah, that was yeah. Santa Cruz was a fun trip. Yeah. Santa I think Cruz we kind of lost on the way back. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Those were good times. Yeah, those were some good times. I was thinking about it. We hung out a lot during Baker Square times, though. Yeah, it was a short time period, but I feel like so much happened for me. Like, it was like my first job. You know, we were so close and I was working. It was fun. There was all this flirting going on, you know, with the the workers. And everybody was just like, like fucking crazy and doing their own thing. And I got along. I don't know if I got along better, but I got along really well with your dad. I really got along with your dad back then. Well, my dad really liked you. Yeah. Even still talk to my dad and we, we bring up like baker square because yeah. my dad always like man I, my dad used to crack up how you walked people to to the table uh-huh. he's like he always put a hand in his pocket he's just like super cool and shit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was a good crew it was yeah. a different array of people for sure yeah. i mean definitely definitely a, kind of quite There's a, a whole bunch there was like meth heads who were working in like the kitchen yeah uh, forget his name I mean, he's probably dead dude george you remember george yeah he yeah was doing... there was i mean there's there's a lot of there's a lesbian the, like the like the hardcore one um don wasn't a lesbian if that's who you're don, talking about. she don. wasn't a fucking lesbian dude bro she wasn't 
she wasn't like don don for for the viewers out there don was this travis is calling her lesbian she was like a more butch um older she was probably like in her 40s i mean she's just like a biker chick maybe she was like a biker chick she she had me feel her tit i was like 16 (laughs) she was like she was she was talking about how her boobs are real and nice or whatever and then she's like here and then she grabbed my hand and she's drinking like fucking hurricane out of her little like cup or whatever she drank was telling me all the time she drank those she drank those all the time she was a big old energy drink yeah she was cool though her and don were were close she was cool as hell yeah damn that's funny she had (laughs) this this was some fucking sexual assault shit nowadays but i was like damn this is cool the crap that was happening to us when we were like 16 that's illegal do you remember the the (laughs) the manager miguel yeah 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 Dude, I was thinking about the kind of inappropriate shit that happened with that dude. Like, he took, he was like, dude, that dude, and if you're listening, Miguel, I'm just going to fucking say it straight, because that dude, I'm, I found him on Facebook, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel good enough about just talking plainly, but that dude had some game. He's like a huge, a big old dude. Yeah, he you know was tall. I mean? No, no, he was fat, bro. I'm saying he was fat. I thought he was tall. You might be thinking about someone else. Miguel yeah, was. I gotta, I gotta get see a picture of him to, to remind me. Miguel get... was, he's, he's friends with me on Facebook. You can look at I'll, I'll 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 check your facebook after this okay but um miguel was a, a fat dude and i say that with love miguel but this guy had some fucking game bro like he, he just so he had seduced the the waitress at applebee's or the bartender or whatever and he took me over there and uh for people that are listening i was like 15 and a half 16 i looked like 12 and he's taking me and we're, we're sitting at the bar in Applebee's and I'm uncomfortable as shit. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't belong here. Like everybody in the fucking, and, and the, the bartender girl is like trying to be super chill. And she's like, Oh, what can I get you? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, I'll have an incredible Hulk. Cause we had, we had talked about hypnotic or some shit. And I was like getting this incredible Hulk. She's like, Oh, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 19. And then he's like, man, why the fuck didn't you say you're 21? And I'm like, who the fuck believes I'm 21, bro? Like, <laughs> Who's going to believe that I'm 21? No one. Um, that dude was just doing all sorts of crazy shit. He was, he was taking, he had like a big ass escalator or something, or like one of these big ass trucks. He was like driving through Best Buy and would like hit the, hit the shopping carts and bounce them off of the, off of the car. It was just like, I think he was trying to make moves on Heather. It was just, he was a crazy dude. Yeah. I could see that. Heather was kind of, I don't remember. She wasn't too attractive to me, if I remember right. She's kind of, I can't remember. Too vague. Like, it's kind of vague, but. Yeah, I think she was, she was a fun person. I'll say that. She wanted, like, a cool car. I remember she's like, she always talked about getting an Infinity. That's where Uh I, like, I started noticing Infinities. I still do. Every time I see one, I'm like, man, there's a girl I worked with that wanted an Infinity G35. That was her car? All the time. Like when you're folding silverware and stuff, and she's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, I want an Infinity G35. That's my dream car." It's like, "Oh, that's that's cool. I mean, that's ambitious. That's a cool car to get if you can get it." <laughs> Working at Baker Square. <laughs> I remember we had a fly, like an electric fly swatter, and I was like fucking around with it, and I slapped her in the ass with the electric fly swatter. And there was this old couple that had walked in, and I didn't know that they were there, and they're just watching this. Shit. It was like a fun time, and your dad was like. He was really nice to me, I think. And I was thinking about it. And when I was like 15, I went, my parents went through this horrible divorce. My dad was like, you know, arrested and the cops were always at my house. It was like really fucking horrible, traumatic time. And I moved out 
And I moved in with John Brasher and his family. But I remember that if you hadn't moved to Texas, I might have moved in with you. And I think we talked about it. I think we did talk about that. Yeah, it yeah. would have been weird. It would have been this whole other. We did hang out a lot during that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if it wasn't hanging out with, with Sarah, we hung out with Tanner mm-hmm. a lot. And this is what I was going to mention before with, with Tanner. I'm not sure if you remember this night. I, I, every time I go home and I'm on this road now, um, I get flashbacks of the, the same night. I always service? talk. About, I think it's service. I think yeah. it's service where the, the gas station is and the pond and with the ducks. Yeah. We were driving <laughs> and there's like a helicopter came out of nowhere. Like these cop cars pulled up and then like the stew was running and then like hit him upside the head or something. We're like, what the hell? I, we're tripping out. And I was recording this on like my flip phone. Uh huh. It's like the craziest shit. I think we're was like, I there? I yeah, don't remember this. You're in the middle seat of, of his truck. So I was in of the. His, yeah, his like his blue. His blue pickup truck. Yeah. Like. And well, first we saw the light before anything in the sky. I remember we're like, oh, dude, is that an L- a UFO? We're like we're all recording it and shit, being stupid. And then the cop- for the people that are listening, this is a fucking road in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, it's like in an orchard thing. It's dark. It gets dark real quick because there's only that gas station. I think there's like a like a pet. But store. you're saying it's by this gas station that it was happening. Yeah, it's like right when you pass the, the intersection. And the cops were chasing some like meth head or what? I don't know, but they jumped out of like a truck and then they like clubbed him upside the head. Damn. Yeah, she was crazy. I don't remember. Wow. Where, where where did we even go out to? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we just drove around in his truck. Yeah, there's like nothing to do in the Central Valley. We did drive around. There was, <clears throat> damn, were you on this one? I feel like we went with Tanner on this one too. Um, there was like a party at a canal one time. Mm-hmm. I think, I feel like you were there. We went to a party. I, think I don't it- know if I was at this, this was an exclusive Tanner travis party or not but i remember us going to a party together if, if it was even tanner it might have been somebody else but uh who else who else did you have friends with that partied um so there was a guy that down the street for me paul something i can't remember his last he name. didn't go to high school with us yeah he did he was older i think he was a grade older he ended up going in the marines paul yeah he had a boat for a car his name was humongous i'm pretty sure it might now i'm thinking about him. what's his last name can't remember his last name I'll, I'll have to i'll have to look this shit up i have him on instagram i i'll, I'll look it up and okay and then <clears throat> i remember i don't think you were there tanner and i went to a party and tanner was trying to put he had like a girl who he had like tried to get with and then there was another girl this mexican girl and he was like getting with her and i was just like chilling on the couch because i was like i'm not getting with her. like the party's over you know what i mean <laughs> Um, there's no other girls around. Yeah. And then I hear like sexual sounds coming from the bedroom. And I'm like watching James Bond. I'm watching the living daylights on TV and I'm trying to turn this shit off. I'm like, what am I doing here? And then he's like popping out. He's like, oh, she won't let me have se-. like, I'm just dry humping in there. I'm like, well, dude, like, chop, chop, bro. Like, let's get going here. <laughs> like, make it happen or not, dude. Like- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for Tanner. I have to admit, Tanner, I think we all had, we were all good with girls in our own way tanner had 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 a little bit of game i think yeah. yeah and he has that whole looks like tom cruise type thing especially now or at least pictures last 
mm-hmm. pictures I've seen from him. I think the last picture I saw of him was like when he got married. It's like, man, he he turned out to be like a pretty damn handsome looking guy. I'm like, yeah, shit, I'm impressed. Yeah. You know, like, not that he looked weird before or anything, but what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying that he like he was like ugly or anything, but man, like he. Yeah, he looks like a freaking movie star, almost like a like a Tom. Travis is another one that got away. You know what I mean? Like another regret for somebody. (laughs) He moved, I think. Have you seen him since? I haven't seen seen him since. Um, I I mean, when I go up north and visit my family, I don't really see anybody at all. Who have you seen? Because we. We haven't oh. talked in like 17 years. Like yeah. we haven't seen each other. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the first time we actually seen each other. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Look at how much it flows after all this time. It's just uh, shit. It's yeah. I mean, I don't think I've seen anybody since since then. Besides what about all the Mexicans? Jose. Yeah, besides them, because I went to Jose's wedding. Uh-huh. He went to my wedding. Gerardo went to my wedding. I've seen Josh a few times. Where was my invite to your wedding, bro? You invited all the Mexicans. I'm not Mexican enough to go. <laughs> Oh, make- I would have, I would have, I would have told some Baker Square stories, embarrassed you. I don't know. Ah, yeah, I've done some. I mean, I've done pretty embarrassing stuff, I guess. Even because my navy, my navy buddies were my groomsmen, and I've done some. I'm sure they have some stories too. Oh. Well, we all do because we all did stupid shit. Well, not me, but I mean, you, you have some. Does 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 your wife know about all these stories? Is she chill with it? I'm pretty sure most people don't know any of these stories. There's stories I don't share. Why? Because uh, it's like, where's this intimacy that's going on? Where's the, you're you're hiding things? It's just or, why or, why would I need to tell these stories? It feels in, inappropriate. It feels distasteful. Your your dark secret past. <laughs> I gotta have a talk with Natalie. I gotta be like, I can't believe the kind of stuff that this guy. No, you've always been a solid dude, Travis. I think I try to be. You don't have to. People don't try. They just are. There's no try. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's a nice sentiment. (laughs) Uh, But do you remember when we went to Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? We like went to it, I think with Sarah, and then we left. And I, I like forever when I hear about Fast and Furious, I think like I don't remember why we left. Me the movie theater. I don't remember what we left. Do you Did remember? You do you remember doing this with her? Like, in, I think it was in her car, like being on the the top of her car in the parking lot at Baker Square. Yeah, probably. That sounds familiar. I think we did that. Like, we put yeah. you on the roof of her car. Yeah. And she was doing like donuts and that. Because yeah. she had a nice car. I mean, it's an Acura Integra. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, things got some speed, some whip to them. And I did like, a whole bunch of stupid shit back then. Yeah, I think she had you. She was whipping around at the parking lot, and you were yeah. on the on the roof. We did all sorts of dumb shit with cars. Like I remember with with Tanner when we had John Brasher in the truck. We used to do Ghost Ride the Whip and like get out and dance around the car, and then leave John in the middle of the orchard. <laughs> that was fucked up. That is. Freaking... Do you remember that, or you don't remember what I'm talking about? I I do. Like not a whole lot, but. I remember Ghost White Ghost were uh riding the whip. And uh definitely remember doing that. Yeah. Ghost And anytime I hear riding dirty, that's like oh I think of you and Sarah. That was fucking around. I always think of you because you'd get fucking down to that shit. I was like, dude. 
talking about anthems that thing came on you were like <laughs> it's like let's go bro <laughs> and you know why it was special it's like music was more special back then when a song would come on because it wasn't just like oh i'm playing this shit you know from spotify yeah i don't even think i don't even think we had ipods back then but that shit would come on the radio yeah, it's on the radio or a burnt disc most likely yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i mean you had to the track ends you have to hit the back arrow it's not like you have it on repeat on a cd you can't repeat. Yeah. so it's like shit once it's that over was... it's kind of over <laughs> yeah, yeah that was so much fun I, that time i feel like was this this cowboy time i remember well, it was after we stopped working there because i had this i forget if i told you i had this like when my now if my dad listens to this it's like i forgive you dad but my dad was fucking psychotic back then and he he went into Baker square. Like, I didn't know this, right. I was at home and my parent, my, the police were like given switching back custody back and forth and all this shit. Yeah. I was working that day. When, when my dad came in. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, you know, this whole part of the story that I don't. So what, what happened? You can I tell remember me. Again, he was just like yelling and stuff. I think my dad was working too. My dad talked to him and then I think he left. That's like the quick rundown I have of it. I just remember he yeah. came in. He was like, he had a mustache. Yeah. He was pissed, like he was going fucking nuts. I don't know what yeah. he was saying, but I was up at the front and I was just like, "What the fuck? Like, this is crazy, you know?" And then my dad yeah. came and, like talked to him, and I think my dad kind of calmed him down, if I remember right. And then, yeah, yeah, he thought I was lying about my psychotic, crazy family, but then he saw my dad. Like, in person. I was like, "Oh shit!" That's and then he- there was there was that <laughs> other manager who like came in temporarily. I forget his name, but he was chill. He was like from the Pleasanton location or something. But anyways, my dad made me lose the job. Um, and I couldn't work there because he might've come in a different time too. Cause I thought he talked to the other manager might have, cause my, um, there's a, a regional manager that was not like my, Pete or whatever, not yeah, Peter or whatever. Oh, damn, You remember him too. See, yeah. I remember his name. Look at that. I remember Peter. No, there was a different guy. It was like a temporary situation where, cause you know, he was the regional manager, but there was a guy who was like your dad, like the manager of Pleasanton or wherever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And he came in like temporarily. He was like a chill dude. Um, but I think my dad came in again and made me lose a job. And then I found out I didn't, I, I I found out by going in, I went into work. You weren't there. I don't think, but I went into work and then it was just like, Oh, my dad, I'm sorry. Like you can't work. Like your dad made me lose our job. And then I went out to the parking lot and I was just like fucking crying. And Barbara came out and she like hugged me and cried with me. And it was like this really like sweet moment about like, you know, I'm this, it was like, all this fucked up shit was going on. It was just like, it was fucking horrible. But that, I really remember Barbara doing that. Barbara well, was kind of back to that, the movie Waiting. As crazy as everybody was, I think mm-hmm. well, that's a something that would happen. Yeah. There. Yeah. Because I, I could, yeah, everybody's so different that worked there. But at the same time, it's like we're all kind of the same. We're all fucked up a little bit. It's crazy, fucked up family. Specific way. Yeah. So I'm not like it was like a little family, I guess, yeah. outside of having a family, like going to work. And it's like because you go to work and like depending who's actually working, it's like, man, today's gonna be a like, we're gonna have some fun tonight. Like, yeah. no, like crazy shit's gonna happen. Yeah. You come back, they're talking shit or just yeah, shooting the shit, eating fries off people's plates and stuff. You yeah. know, we're having fun, but yeah. it was a great, great time, especially for a teenager, yeah. You know? It was a great, like, because I, 
I mean, like you said, worked doing stuff around the, on the property before, but that was like my first paycheck job where I'm clocking in, clocking out. So I, it was a good experience. I, I enjoyed it. It was freaking, yeah. it was fun as hell, actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who else gets to do that? Like we work together, we go to school together. It's like, yeah, hey, it'd be cool. They were in a class for bullshit and in English, getting in trouble. Yeah. about crap at work and stuff we did after work yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was like cool. uh, it was, it was a really right. bonding experience yeah in a short period of time because that, yeah. that was really just that that one school year because then yeah. i was yeah you left you abandoned me i remember talking to you you called me you would call me from texas and i remember i was like in my room and i had a stack of magazines and i was stabbing them like on my <laughs> yeah i remember this and i I was talking to you and I fucking stabbed because the magazines for people that don't know people in prison use magazines as armor to prevent being stabbed. But I only had like two magazines and I was stabbing them. And then I stabbed really hard and I stabbed through the magazine into my leg. Yeah. And I was on the phone with you. I was yeah. like, Oh shit. You were like, Oh shit. I just stabbed myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You remember that shit? I do remember that story. Yeah. That one I remember. See, that's one of those things I forgot about, but you bring it up. Yeah. Crap. I vividly remember that phone conversation yeah. and I was like, what how do you stab yourself and you told me what you're doing i was like oh shit like <laughs> why would you be doing that <laughs> i had a lot of stuff going on travis okay yeah. there's a lot going on yeah i mean everybody everybody does like you say you don't nobody t- tells anybody i mean how does anybody know unless you say something so but it, it, yeah did you did you get along with your dad after you moved not for a long time. Um, Didn't you get along with him before? Yeah, be- like before all the stuff that I think you know what happened, like everything that happened or something. Do you know all that stuff? Maybe not. I but, think you told me, but. Yeah, a lot of stuff had happened. But yeah, there was like a, man, to be honest, I could say it was a, a long stretch where I was just really pissed, kind of resented him. But now I'd say, uh, definitely now, totally better i don't really think about it anymore it's the past it's like one of those things everybody had moved on from it and i was like because and it's one of those things because like i i don't live there anymore so maybe i was like holding on to it as like the last kind of memory i had and everybody's moved on but i'm like grasping at this one thing yeah. it's like okay you gotta let it go i mean it took me into my 20s for sure late 20s till i started just saying you know what fuck it it's been 10 years, 10 plus years. Just gotta let it. So when you when when you would go visit, would you just like be a dick to him or what? And like be nice to your mom or what? Yeah, I mean, if there was a plus I came out of it, out of everything, because I was really close with my dad. Like I used to wait for him to come home and watch Sports Center and shit because he worked late. Um, it made me closer mm-hmm. to my mom. Like now I call my mom all the time. That's the first person I call, probably the only person I call. Most I, I call, of everybody in my family, I called her 97% of the time versus everybody else. I mean, mom's I, name is Leela. Yeah. 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 So if there, there's a positive out of it, that's what happened. Cause I was never like a good example, six rate camp. When I came back from six rate camp, my mom picked me up. I didn't cry. But when my dad got home from work, I cried when I saw my dad. Like how effed up is that? If I was your mom, I'd be like, "Fuck you, dude!" <laughs> ungrateful child. Yeah. Like now as a parent, like what an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, definitely, there's a stretch of. Probably, so say, you're chill with him now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'd say there's a good eight-year stretch. 
Where do they live now? They live in Waterford, actually. They live in Waterford. Why, yeah. why would you make this mistake? Why would you, <laughs> why would you move there? Yeah. Because yeah, they have horses and stuff. So when they moved back, they moved. When they moved from Texas, they moved on to back into Houston. And then they moved to Waterford. Why they did were, they move back? They just moved to Texas. Like, I could go into it. I'm not going to go into it. But, um, yeah. Later on an, on an off recording call, yeah. you can tell me about it. But, you well. Know, and my mom even felt bad. She's like, I, I always, my mom's told me this before. She's like, I feel bad that we pulled you out, you know, last year of high school. Like, fuck oh. you, dude. Have her, have them apologize to me. I could have, you could have been having a, a ball and ass time. Roommate, yeah. My brother's living in the modular in the backyard. So, damn, we had an extra room. Could have yeah. had my brother's room or had my room, whatever. It's like, shit, we had been right next. We had been literally, yeah. our doors would have faced each other. Yeah. I've been and gone to work. Like a movie. Day gone to work together my grandpa would have taken us to school together would have been nice and doing some hillbilly shit (laughs) (laughs) would have been irrigating with us yeah (laughs) damn country living so so if i go when i go back to the central valley it'll be convenient because if you come up i want to see your dad so he'll be in waterford yeah he's in waterford Uh, what's up jesse is it the elementary school that's a tigers or something i think the tigers and they live uh past the i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna tell everybody where they live never mind but they live in that area so um i don't think anybody's gonna go to waterford bro (laughs) i guess you never know you're gonna get the stalker or the dude you were talking to earlier he's like you know what (laughs) i'm gonna show up man i don't know if you can find your family but yeah i mean they moved back because they moved to houston and they moved out there because they have horses so i think they were what do you call them when they're what do you call it when you're somebody's watching horses like they had them at somebody else's property a horse babysitter yeah <laughs> can't remember uh, so they're paying for that and i think they are like fuck it you know we need a why do you need sit- horses what are you gonna do with horses is he like oh, my dad girl? competitions and stuff and my sister did some competitions with them how's megan good yeah, she's good yeah. pregnant pregnant yeah man Fucking you like wow. her baby daddy yeah he's good he's a good dude i mean it's, just, it's crazy to think is part of like that, uh, like I said, not living there since 17. I mean, after graduating, high school has gone basically in a sense, never moved back. So it's, you know, you get bits and pieces of yeah, siblings' life and they're growing up while you're away and you come back. Now they're three years older than they were the last time you saw them. So it's like, is she still in the valley? Yeah. Yeah. She's is still, Ernie? Yeah. Everybody, my whole family is still up there. Yeah. Except for my grandparents. But it's a trip because everybody gets older and they're doing different mm-hmm. things. Life continues. I think that's like, that was the hardest thing. Damn, this game deep. But yeah, it was like the hardest thing for me to contextualize or understand. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to go visit. But it's like once, even now, it's probably the same out as it was when I was in Navy, maybe twice a year, three times a year, if I'm lucky. So it's like things are different each time I go up there. She's not the little girl that she was when I first left. You know, she's an adult making adult she's growing up yeah it's fucking weird. having kids bro it's weird it's a when you're an older brother it's a weird thing i guess when you come back and your younger sibling who you used to punk on and shit like that is now you used to bully you. yeah you know take your aggression on i just uh it's like an adult it's, it's a weird yeah. thing they got adult life situations they got yeah real adult crap going on in their life and it's like damn you're just like a little kid 
to me still. It's, I mean, it's weird. But. Why do you live in Beaumont? Uh, uh. It's like the last, it was like the last affordable housing market in so- SoCal. Why do you want to live in SoCal? Well, my wife's family is down here. And, oh. yeah, where, do, where do they live? In uh, Palm Springs. Okay. It's like one of those things I got stationed down here. And it, I mean, I went to Washington, but she was still going to SDSU. And I got out, she was still going there. So just, we lived in San Diego. We've lived in Long Beach, Rancho Cucamonga. And then we bought this house here. I'm sure I'm missing an apartment somewhere. We moved a lot, but. Do you get along with your family? Oh yeah. yeah they're cool. They're listening to the podcast. They're going to be like. I hear me on the side. They're here. So like, are they? Yeah, they're cool. Uh, they're, they're good people, man. Can't complain. She have siblings? Yeah, she got a younger brother. You get along with him? Yeah, actually. He's pretty you can't cool. even give me honest answers. I should ask oh, you later. I no, I can't. He's he's super handy, too, so it's nice. Like, he, they build he's shit. He's like, come on over. They got, like, a whole construction family because her dad's, really? like, he's uh, been in construction for, like, his whole life. So they all build shit. Like, they can Should have built you a house, dude. They can all make shit, and I love it. Like, she, like I said, she built this desk. It's like, damn, man. They oh, just, yeah. It just busts out tools and they're just, yeah. they're just, I'm like, man, I love it. If things don't work out, me and Natalie could talk. I could get some new furniture. Dude, if it, if this thing ever fell apart, I'm fucked. If I have to put up a shelf, I'm screwed. I'm like, I, <laughs> who, who do I call? You're going to be a bum on the street with like, I can't put up the furniture. You're going to be right back where the person we were talking about with. You two are going to be living in a oh. little hut together. And call up Home Depot and be like, hey, do you guys install a bookshelf, you know, or the regular shelves? Like, You're going to be that guy. I'm like, what the hell? Just read the instructions. Look for a freaking. Watch a YouTube video, dude. Yeah. Look for a stud and fucking drill. I'm like, oh, if I want to see a stud, look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what I remember about you. You had this like cheesy game, you know? Yeah. Oh, I am. <laughs> that I am. But. But anyway, just talked a lot about me. I know it's like kind of vague. Okay, okay in the next one, we can talk about. Are you two hours? You are you two hours ahead? And I'm three hours ahead, bro. Oh man, because you've moved around a lot, though. Side yeah. note, you moved around. From I've seen, what you lived in uh, Berkeley for a little bit for mm-hmm. I don't know how long. And then with Florida, I got Florida because I was reading your uh, your. Uh, Hurricane, your hurricane one, and it was an interesting one because I could hella see how people are. Like, yeah, maybe it's because I've seen been all, all over the place, but it's like people are definitely a either assholes in a situation like that, or they're just gonna be hella nice and everybody's yeah. come together, community. Yeah. And this and there's a one asshole that just fucks it up for everybody and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird experience. I lived. So what happened was I lived with my grandparents in berkeley and then i had a falling out there and moved in with my um i had dated this girl my first love in like the beginning of high school and we broke up and then we got back together and then i moved in with her and her family and then the the fucking uh the recession hit it was just a bad time so i was poor as shit it was a horrible time we can talk about that later terrible time then i finally moved back to berkeley after which was after i left this horrible time then when i met um audrey she uh she went to medical school in florida 
So we moved to Florida and then she's doing residency here. So now we live in Michigan. So I went from like, where do you, where would you prefer to live? Florida, Berkeley, Michigan? Well, we're going to be living in San Francisco. So that's, we're, we're for sure going to be living there. So that's going to be a mixed bag because the food's great. I love all the shit to do, but it's like, it's going to be. It's San Francisco at the same time. It's, it smells like piss everywhere. So, well, the, the area that we're going to be in isn't, isn't that bad, but it's going to be, it's going to be intense, but, but I think Florida is a much more interesting state. Like it's fucking crazy there. The nature is beautiful. I mean, I fucking love alligators. (laughs) There's alligators everywhere, dude. You you go to the park, you couldn't let Hudson play. I mean, there'd be a fucking gator in the water there. There's you see those videos all the time, like golfers and shit. Like they're in between tees. There's a freaking 12 foot alligator rosy and about. It's like, oh, and they don't even seem phased anymore. The locals, you know, they're they're like that's how it is. When I first got there, I was like, oh, fuck. And now when I left, I was like, yeah, they're like, oh, that's Fred, the alligator. (laughs) He comes out every morning, 9 a.m., eats a burger, goes back in his little pond, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Have you ever been to Florida? Yeah. Uh, after boot camp, I went there for a school in Pensacola mm-hmm. for, I think it was like three months. Yeah. You were in the panhandle though. It's different. And then I went there for work this past summer. Um, I was traveling. So I went there for, I went to Cape Coral and then Orlando. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? During the pandemic, it was nice because was, everything was like open there. So yeah. I was like, this is a different than... And in California, I mean, everything's yeah. like locked down. Not that people yeah. in, in Beaumont really wasn't because it's kind of like a rural town without being rural because we're right by the freeway and there's a lot of development going on. But people people in this area just don't really give a shit. Yeah. So it wasn't too drastic of a, of a change, but it was kind of nice going to Florida and just yeah. going to like a restaurant. Like I remember yeah. I was in, a, in Orlando, I was going up the elevator and this guy came in with a mask and he's like, oh, do we not need to wear them? I was like, fuck, I don't know. Nobody else is. I'm just, <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm. This guy's doing his civic duty, protecting yeah. people from his germs. And you're like, fuck it, dude. I don't give a shit. Like, Nobody else is. I don't want, it's like, it looks like that was like rare to see somebody with a yeah. mask. When I was there. Yeah. I was like, like do, I don't know. And then if you do have one, everybody's like, like yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, well, shit. Geez, sorry. I'll fucking take my mask off. I'll like cough on you too. You want that? But <laughs> oh, I took it off. Yeah, there you go. You're getting drool, happy now? drool coming out of my mouth. But yeah. yeah, nice. I like Florida. Did you like it overall? Would you prefer? Would well, you- I think it, Florida was a great place to live for four years. Um, There's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of unusual, weird shit. Um, we lived an hour away from Miami. So we go to Miami, we go to the Everglades. Everglades are beautiful. beautiful yeah i heard it's really really cool you gotta take take your kids what'd you say i think my mom actually did that one time she did the everglades and really yeah i heard it's really awesome it's it's sick dude you should take when wait till harper is old enough so she'll remember take Mm -hmm. take them to the Everglades. it's it's a blast dude but i wouldn't want to live there long term i mean uh i could see why people retire there now that i've lived in the snow I'm like, fuck this, dude. I hate the snow. And so all the New Yorkers who are tired of the winter and they're old, they move down to Florida because it's so hot. And then you don't have to shovel snow. You don't have salt all over the, all over the place. So you don't know what I'm talking about. She's never lived. Oh, you lived in Washington, right? Yeah. I used to have to 
I mean, but I lived on base, so it's like I that's have to walk. I had to walk in the snow. It snowed and rained nonstop. Yeah, but I never had to shovel snow, so yeah. I can only imagine how fun that is. Fucking a. And Michigan, Ann Arbor is like a college town, so it's like small. It's like a a smaller midwestern Berkeley. But I just wish in Berkeley it's cool because there's a big city, San Francisco. You can do shit in San Francisco. You can do shit in Oakland or Berkeley. But mm-hmm. Ann Arbor, there's it's not like I wish there was more stuff to do. And Detroit doesn't have that much stuff to do. You know, it's a little post-apocalyptic, it's a little barren. So I just uh I might get shot or stabbed, you know, ever. Well, Detroit's weird. Either either you're in a really crime-ridden area, or it's like barren. It's like a giant city that was designed for like three times the population, but because everybody left. Like we just went today and it was like, you know, there's not that many people. So it's really easy to park. It's not like driving in, in fucking San Francisco or LA where there's yeah. all this traffic. Yeah, definitely. Or even San Diego. Um, but there's just, it's kind it's of a little, a little depressing. So how long have you guys been in, in Ann Arbor? We've been, it's going to be three years. So have you been to a Michigan football game yet? No, because what happened was, we we didn't go to the first one that when we moved here and then covid happened and then we were i think we were out of town for when they finally fucking beat ohio state oh my god and it was like oh, freaking fucking wish i could have gone to that yeah it was probably a madhouse in that in dude that. the whole fucking town erupted i mean it was like <laughs> because they hadn't beaten them in, in fucking a million years you know yeah, it's been a long i'm a michigan wolverine fan so it's like i, I know it's been that was probably like the first time, I think like eight, almost eight years. Something. Yeah. It, it, it'd been a while. Like that's how long it'd been. Like, I think Michigan fans even forgot. Like, yeah. I remember last time, yeah. probably three coaches later. Finally- yeah. so. I went down, I went down to um, Columbus and I was talking to like the, the tour guide. He was like this dude who he, he um, used to do something in football and he gave tours of Ohio state. And he's like, Oh, where are you from? or you know where are you visiting from and i was like oh michigan and he's like oh where at and i was like your favorite place ann arbor and he's, he was talking mad fucking shit the whole time about about the football and then i was like how'd it go you know like what but it's like the one time you can talk shit you know when they when they, they finally win. Win. yeah because it's uh, been in the comeback i've heard because i was celebrating it too they're like oh finally like people i knew that were ohio state fans were like oh you finally won like must feel good and like why, why you gotta be a sore loser you know yeah you guys have beat us nine of the last 10 times can we just celebrate this yeah. one time where the sun finally shined on our I, team <laughs> like yeah. you're acting like we're saying you guys are the worst freaking college team of all time we're yeah. probably whoop our ass next year like it'll go the right whole, the cycle of us losing pretty soon i'm sure yeah. but the whole <laughs> shit is fun you know it's like everybody talks shit like in ohio they like won't even they'll take out the m or they won't mention michigan you know, like the tour guide's talking about all the states. He's like, oh, and that state up there, we don't we don't really talk about it. The shit is fun to me because I, I don't give I'm like from California. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't give a fuck about any of this. Like both of these states are weak states, in my opinion, compared to to a real state. But um, the shit was fun. So we're hoping to to go this last year that we're gonna be here. Yeah, that'd be cool because I've always heard the stadium is pretty iconic you know it's a legendary stadium that'd be kind of well cool. we we've been to the state we saw a soccer game there actually oh that's cool so you've been um, on the stadium though, so we've been cool. in the stadium yeah and then when when she first came here they gave like a little behind the scenes tour um for her group so they got to do that whole thing but that's you're cool. the sports guy i mean i'm not i'm like 
Well, I'm not, I'm not die or like hardcore Michigan Wolverine fan. I am a Michigan Wolverine. Wolverine. You're a fucking Vikings fan, aren't you? That, that I'm hardcore with, yeah, unfortunately. I remember that. Even in high school, you were. My whole life. I even yeah. got a tattoo on my own. That was my first tattoo. It was a Viking. How do you feel? Like, you're like, I love sports so much. I'm going to get a Vikings tattoo. I love the Vikings. And I kind of okay. hate the Vikings because they suck. They, Who's your basketball team? It used to be the Bulls, but let's be real. <clears throat> I mean, I don't really follow. I don't. I follow basketball. I just don't really root for any specific team. I think it was cool because when I, you know, I lived in Berkeley, it was like, that's when the Warriors started getting good. And I was like, okay, this is my team now. You know, I was that bandwagon fan where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we we're kicking everybody's ass. You know, yeah. I didn't know about them before. And then I'm like, yeah, Steph Curry, dude, he's just fucking stomping on it. He's, 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 he's gold. Cause I mean, growing up, I'm not sure. Oh yeah. You probably weren't there then for this, but the Valley was all, um, Sacramento Kings fan back in mm, mm-hmm. what's six how what year sixth grade that's a, a 2001 ish 2002 yeah 2000 probably yeah early 2000s because mm-hmm. they were good they made they made the playoffs all the time they lose the Lakers but everybody was Kings fans like diehard King fans and then I don't know what happened obviously they suck I know yeah. so those they all became Warrior fans I guess yeah I'm assuming i'm assuming that's what happened yeah, yeah i wonder how it is now if you went to a warrior fan's house and found a box in their attic i bet you there's like some fucking yeah some kings fans they're old shit that'd be funny Sacramento king newspaper yeah. clippings and yeah. stuff <laughs> when when they get old the the fucking kids are going to be coming out they're like what is this what is this team here yeah you said you're like, like put that away you said you're a warriors fan you're yeah. dad, you freaking liar yeah. <laughs> You lied, Dad. I can't trust you anymore. Oh my God! I know it's gonna cause a whole fucking generational upset. Yeah, I'm what gonna about be baseball. Now. They're like, I'm a Kings fan now, just because you betrayed them. Yeah. But, what yeah. baseball team you like? I was just rude for the team I'm closest to, so I was in San Diego, and now of course they're pretty good. But um, you know, when I was in San Diego, station there, Padres. Now I mm-hmm. guess it's the Angels. If so I, you don't care about baseball that much. I love baseball itself, the actual sport. I follow it with a passion, but I just don't really. How come you didn't play baseball in high school? I sucked. I played once in Little League. I think it was the seventh or eighth grade, and I got hit in the face. Not by. Okay, that's why. Not not fly ball or anything. It's like it's an embarrassing story. I was playing catch, and I like spaced out and I missed the ball. But I only played the one time. I never played organized baseball besides the one year. I sucked. I couldn't. Dude, you could have played with Jose. I, I played when Jose played. I, I played against him, I think. No, I mean in high school, bro. Oh, yeah. I just – I never played – like, that was the one time I played and I sucked. So I just – like, I was always the guy that when I growing up, I would play with my friends on the street, you know, so it's like whatever. But organized baseball, dudes are freaking throwing real shit, like curveball. I'm like, I, like, I can't hit this. I remember Jose one time, he's like, dude, you need a swing. I'm like – Swing at what? I was like, I, the, I <laughs> the ball on the ball, like going in the ground. Like, am I supposed to swing? I'm getting on base. I'm fast. So I can, at least can steal bases. That's funny I, thinking about Jose giving you some tips. He's like, dude, you need to get your shit together, bro. Yeah. yeah I was like, what the hell? What I mean, position did Jose play? Do you remember? I think he was a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny, like talking about baseball. Like in practice one time, I was, I was swinging. I was actually hitting the ball pretty good in practice one time. And our coach, he was like, um, like, you got a beautiful swing. I was like, oh, thank you. But in the game, my batting average is probably like 0.1 or 0.01, you know, uh-huh. like 
I had like the worst batting average. I'm sure yeah. entirely. I either walked or I just struck out. Like I, like I don't know what to swing at. Like shit, I don't want to strike something. Was in your game. Yeah, it's too slow pace too. I played outfield, so it's like, and I couldn't catch. I can't catch a fucking fly ball to save my life for some reason, which is weird. It's weird. I can't. I caught one in the game, and my You're like. Dude, it was the last time I freaked out. It was like Smalls and fucking. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Oh my yeah. But yeah, I mean, not really my thing. Basketball is. Oh, basketball is my thing. If I if I pick a sport to play, or it is a sport I pick to play. But watching, you're the biggest football guy. Yeah. So is my wife. My wife's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Her whole family. Really? Yeah. Why? They're originally from Pittsburgh. Okay. So it brings some, yeah. you know, some, sometimes it's like, you know, clashing a little bit. Like, oh, I see. Or yeah. the kids in the wear, you know? Yeah. Have yeah. you been to Pittsburgh? I have not. You should go. My wife, my wife went though. She went with her mom to watch them play the Vikings actually in Pittsburgh. Who won? Pittsburgh won. Yeah. Oh, that must've been devastating, bro. I was happy. I'm happy. I wasn't there for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're happy you didn't go on the trip. Oh, that bullet! That would have been a fun flight home. I'm like fuck yeah. the fucking Steelers! I would have been pissed. Like I'm not watching football ever again. But it was cool. It was good times. I mean, what do you think of Tom Brady? Good for him. I mean, cool. That's it. Hey, great career. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, kind of. That's a, like when those uh unexpecting legend type stories, I guess. You know, like the hard worker. Uh, yeah, but you know, I'm not hearing any admiration in your voice. Oh, the one thing I'll give him admiration for, because my dad's obsessed with him. But, is uh, he? Yeah, yeah. The, the thing I'll give him is, I've heard this before from like people I've worked with that have kids that play sports. You know, like, you know sometimes you get the person with all the talent in the world, and they don't do anything with it. Like, they squander it. And then there's a person that has half the talent, or maybe even less than that, but, man, they just, like, every day they just work work at their craft and they end up becoming great even though they're not where well, you can apply it to like almost anything in life not just athletics but you can or sports um you can apply it to like a bunch of stuff like a regular job there's some people that i work with that just pick up things super quick but they're lazy as hell also so how useful are you really you know mm-hmm. that's where i give him credit because i don't think he's ever the, the most athletic he throws the most beautiful football or whatever but the dude's smart as hell worked at his craft i mean outworked everybody but why don't why are why am i not hearing admiration that is admiration i no, no you sound like you're talking about your enemy that you have to like give credit to I appreciate that because I, I i think that's a rare thing i think people not all the time i'm sure there's people growing up or kids even today that play sports and they might not be as good as some other kids. I just have it naturally. It's like, dude, if you just work hard enough every day, you... dude, working hard is innate. That's a genetic thing that happens that is inside you of whether you work hard. It, it is though. I think, see, I had to kind of agree with that. Some people have like the, yeah. Yeah. Like the innate, they have a fucking drive, you know yeah. what I mean? An unreal drive to succeed. Yeah. Even but, if they're, not as good in other areas yeah and there's some people that are really yeah. good at whatever they are and they have that and it's like and then it's like fuck dude yeah like i always think that's like a michael jordan-esque yeah. situation yeah. where obsessed and super talented 
yeah and super talented like yeah. a freak athlete and obsessed yeah where most most i think more than not it's opposite it's like split you're either yeah. super talented and you're not obsessed but you, yeah. you can get high on talent and there's an obsessed person that will outwork the talented person yeah when you were talking about tom brady and the separation i was like well michael jordan's he's both of those things yeah that's the only person i could think of that has like yeah put the whole shebang together you know yeah i mean tiger woods was probably hitting that way till the end of his career when he got kind of you know with all his shit but because he well, that had scandal i'm sure didn't help yeah that's where it all went south for him but it seems like but he had the talent and he was also the best golfer in the world it wasn't like yeah. oh he has potential because you hear that a lot with people they hear that at work like when i've gone to this last this past year it's doing a lot of traveling going to different plants here for my company and i hear that so many times from managers like plant managers and stuff like oh yeah well this person got the potential like potential means nothing to me if, if that person aren't they doing it yeah why is he still in that same position for three years how come i'm even here if they yeah. I wouldn't be here trying to fix your guys' shit if that person with potential would just do their shit. But the, like one guy I met when I went to, it was up in the East Coast. I think it was Connecticut. This guy, he started uh, like scraping the floor basically. And he started driving the forklift. And then he uh, became the warehouse manager, like all within a year span. Yeah. Like, see, that's, that's a story you like to hear. The dude yeah. took a shit job because he needed a job and just yeah. busted his ass. And yeah. he was like so good home. I was there. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to do all this stuff. All these things you're telling it, trying to implement. He's like, I love it. This is what we want to do. And it's like, man, I'd rather talk to that person versus the dude that's like thinks they know it all because they maybe they do. So it's not they're so nonchalant about it. They're like, oh yeah, you know, we know, we know we need to do that. This guy was just like, again, I met two guys like that out of the whole like eight plants I went to. Like, geez, that's it was refreshing. Like, I remember telling their plant manager, he's like, oh, we're not there yet, but we'll get there. I was like, hey, you got a good dude? That's, I was like, I don't care how bad it looks, man. It's refreshing to hear somebody actually cares about the yeah. fucking job, you know? You sound like your dad, Travis. That's who you sound like. Well, scary, I know. I and remember. The older I get, the, the more yeah. I feel like turning You're into turning into him. him. Yeah. I remember. What? I said mentality-wise, at least. Yeah. We, I had first started at Baker Square and I don't think you were there at this meeting. And it was like, I just first started. So it's like when he's talking about stuff or complaining about something, it's not like I did it, you know? So I was just like, whatever, it's not my problem. But I think people kept throwing away, you know, when you, you have the, the dirty dishes, people kept throwing, you know, you, you dump out the, the food or whatever in the napkins into the trash. Mm -hmm. But I think what people kept doing is they kept doing that and putting the silverware in the trash. Oh, yeah, like that. And, and he was like pissed about it. And he had like bought these like trash can lids with the magnets or some shit to like catch the silverware. <laughs> and he's like, and then he was bitching about, he was like, there's people who are having to wait like a full, you know, two minutes or three minutes or whatever. He's like, do you know how long that is? And he made everybody sit there with the timer and just shut the fuck, like just quiet for like a like two minutes or something, you know, which is a long time. And I didn't feel bad because it was like, I just started here. Like, this isn't my problem. But I thought it was funny, like, seeing your dad just, like, trying to get these people in order. Yeah. my dad. That's one thing I've always said about him. Like, my dad's the hardest working dude I've ever met. Like, and he holds people to a high standard. Maybe, I'm not sure how much these days because he's older. But back in those days, man, that was like, even as a coach, because he, 
he coached sports and and stuff. He's coached me, and it's like he's like one of those people. Are you gonna be all in or not? Type mindset. Like if you're not gonna be all in and get the fuck out here, like I'll get somebody that wants it more than you. Now look at you. You're doing the same shit at the visiting these plants, bro. Well, yeah. I mean, just your dad. Get your shit together, and I won't have to come here. It's a full circle, dude. That's what I told a few people. Like if you know, you're telling me you're doing your everything's fine. You got these people. I'll just do your. Why am I here? Apparently, I'm here because the freaking regional president thinks your freaking plants a piece of shit and needs some help. So that's why I'm here. Talent's rare, bro. It's hard to get good good talent. Yeah. That's why I say I'd rather take the hardworking person like a Tom Brady, I guess, if you want to go back to him, who will outwork a hundred something other more people that are picked in front of him that are more talented, supposed to be the next big thing. Oh man, the potential is through the roof. But then I also think that's like boosting people up like that is always it's not necessarily a good thing because they hear it through high school, college, especially in sports, I'd say, because to make a, a, a top college team, you're at one point one of the best high school players, if not the best high school player in your state. So you're being just fueled with all this stuff. Oh, man, you're going to go pro since you're like 13. Go to college. Same thing. You're top recruit in whatever sport. And then you get drafted in the first round, second round, whatever it is. People are still filling your head with all this stuff. Oh, man, I got all this great talent, all great potential. And some people, I think, just think, because everything's been given to them up to that point. You think they're not working as hard because of that? Yeah, I think it happens to an extent. I'm not saying everybody that doesn't reach their potential, but I think that in some cases, I'd, be, yeah. I'd imagine that's part of it. Because now you're just thinking, oh, I show up to this team and the coach is going to play me because I'm the first pick. You know, but how how beneficial is that to the actual person? I don't know. Which is interesting. I always thought that was kind of an interesting thing because I, I don't know. I've I've seen it myself just from working with people. I'm sure you've seen it throughout your times traveling around, meeting people, and there's. Well, really, the answer is just most people just they're kind of mediocre, you know. And there's very few talented people at all. Well, I think people think there's something wrong with being, being mediocre. There's there's nothing wrong with being a little. Bit I mean, of- mediocre in all sense, Travis. I don't mean like hardworking and mediocre. I mean, they're just lazy and suck. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. But they're, I think, well, I guess what I was trying to say is like, there's, you're trying to say hardworking, but they're not as talented. I think that's great. Yeah. But even yeah. those people are rare. There, there's not that many people. You met two of them. You met two of them in your fucking, in your trip. Yeah. How many people worked at that plant? You met two. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I, I think that's, yeah, that's, uh, and I think, at the same time, there's the individuals that are maybe float in the middle a little bit that don't have all the talent, but they got some. And there's the individuals that they also kind of work hard, but not hard enough. Like they kind of just skate by. And, they, and I think some people think there's that's wrong. It's like hey, it's not wrong. I'll take I'll even take that over somebody that doesn't do nothing. Like you're at least you're because there's people that just don't do nothing, and it just yeah. trips me out. Man, it's like how how are you still working? Like if I were the boss, I would have canned you. I would have found a reason to can you a long time ago. Well, that's because their manager sucks too, dude. Yeah, sometimes it's that too. It's a top top down effect, right? Yeah. Where your manager's not there, or they hardly come in the office, so they don't give a shit. And then you're working, you're getting paid whatever. Maybe say they're even getting paid decent wage. Say you're getting paid like 
50,000 a year. You're like, Hey, that's not bad. I can afford rent car, you know, shit like that. I'm doing pretty good. And my manager's never here to regulate what I'm doing. So why, yeah. why should I regulate the people that work for me? And then so on and so forth. And then somewhere in that no, no fuck given crew, there's the one person that's just like, dude, this is bullshit. Like I'm the only one trying to fix things. And then they leave, go yeah. somewhere else where people do give a shit. And your company's like, so you, got, oh, you got the whole thing, Travis. Yeah. Well, then, then people wonder why their companies suck. Like, oh, how come? How come we're always negative? How come we're negative? This, negative that. It's like, well, because all the good people, you give no voice to, and they leave. Yeah. So you're stuck with the pile of shit. Damn, Travis. Seventeen years later, listening to you just drop these pearls of wisdom about management, about work ethic, maybe listening to Dad Jesse 2.0. Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe it's out of touch with reality a little bit. But what do you mean? Don't don't give up, dude. You gotta have a little conviction. You just gave up. I'm giving you a compliment. You're just you're giving up, bro. We need we need you all the way in. Yeah. Let me ask you this: What do you want with this podcast? Tell me about this podcast, Travis. What interested you in the podcast? Oh man, a bunch of things. Uh, because I kind of did one with my friend before we did like. Two. Yeah, I listened to him. Yeah, I've always thought it'd be kind of cool just to do something like this. Even like it's a good way to catch up with folks, talk to different people, like. When's the last time I talked to you? Not saying it's like I can't just pick up a phone and be like, hey, you know, bullshit for. But I'm not your mom. You wouldn't call me, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I mean? I thought it would always be kind of cool. And it's like one of those, like, um, why not do it type deals? You know, like I, there's so many things. I've been one of those procrastinators. I've always had these ideas and things I want to do and then not do them. And I've thought about this year for a long time doing this, even before with my friend and it's like man i should just do it but what what made it a podcast like you listen to podcasts or what's the deal yeah i listen to podcasts um not as much anymore but okay thank you (laughs) he's like get out of my room dude oh he's like (laughs) but not as much as i used to i guess in a sense but what podcast did you listen to um at court when i first started listening it was joe rogan way back in the day Mm -hmm. i don't don't listen to him much now just because he got I like them, but it got too political for me. Where it used to be really interesting, where you had like Travis is trying to trying to already put put it out there that he doesn't endorse Joe Rogan's current stance. He doesn't want to get canceled. Ah, uh, get canceled before I even get going. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I like him. I, I every once in a while I still listen to him. Um, but his earlier stuff is what got me into podcasting. I thought that was cool. It's like man, he's getting like like dudes talking about freaking. I don't know, just the most random shit, like hunting yeah. with bows. He's talking to with Cameron Haynes, and then he's talking to Neil uh, DeGrasse, and it's like, man, it's like the, the spectrum is just super wide, and it's, nobody else is doing that besides yeah. him, really. I mean, I'm sure there's other people that are doing it, but not to that level, because everybody else seems to, like, really pick a specific thing and kind of just stick with it. They're like, oh, oh politics, and that's it. All we do is politics. All we're doing hunting. All we're doing is baking. But it's kind of cool. That's what I liked about his earlier stuff. Now it's just trying to prove his point sometimes more than more than not. And it kind of this is kind of put me off on him lately. We had a recent one on there. I forget who it was. I forget the guy's name, but they were talking about um, like Atlantis and stuff like that. Like stuff like that's kind of fascinating. Mainly because they're talking like, about what Atlantis, the lost city of Atlantis. like the lost city in the under the yeah cartoon. Yeah, they're talking about some crazy stuff. Stuff like that. Do you think Atlantis was real? 
I don't know. I've, I've, never I've never dug into it my, in myself, but I wouldn't be surprised, I guess. I mean, the world's a big What kind place. of answer is that, dude? The world's Just a big give me a straight up answer. Is Atlantis like, a thing? If Travis had to bet. Yes. I, if I had to bet, probably, because the sea level's okay. gone up a whole lot. Because but what? The sea level's gone up a lot since, uh-huh. since those days. I mean, before Common Era. So it's like, I mean, yeah. You know, so who knows? Okay. You know, I, I'm a history person. I love history. That's what I went to college for. So it's like, shit like that fascinates me. The unknown. Uh-huh. Like the whole one with Bob uh, Lazaro was super freaking awesome. Got me into like an alien kick there for a second. I was like, oh my God. Travis, you're in the fucking wormhole here with all I this know. conspiracy well, like, theory shit. I don't know. It, it's not that, not that like uh, saying I would 100%. Travis is like, I've seen a lot of planes. Okay, these aren't planes. Not, that, not saying I would believe it 100%, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of the shit came out. And I was like, sure, but hey, that's, I'm not, I'm an open mind with stuff like that. I'm not. You're very open minded. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to, because I'd rather be open minded and it, and it be true and be like, oh my God, and my whole fucking world shook. I'd be like, oh damn, that's fucking crazy. You'd be like, I was expecting this for years. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, it's fucking prepared. I'm talking about it. I'm not too surprised. I mean, shit. Now they're like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But anyways. How were the pilots when when you were in the Navy doing the gas? Were the pilots nice? Yeah, pretty nice. I mean, yeah, that's what I started doing was like fueling them. Started as mm-hmm. a few, and I started getting in the fuel labs and I'd go up there and like take samples occasionally. Months of other things that I would do was getting samples, but yeah, they're pretty cool. I mean, go up there in my little bottle, take a sample of fuel, make sure it's go test it, make sure it's not gonna fucking kill them. So that's pretty cool. They're not bad. I don't they don't really communicate with you. <laughs> they're, they're, like, just like, they're just like this guy's me. Yeah, you're 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 an enlisted person. I'm a freaking officer, you know. Yeah. Like, okay, well, cool. I'm 18 years old and no education and working on trying to save your life. Yeah. <laughs> make sure your life's in, yeah. in safe hands which i always thought was a crazy crazy uh setup especially in the navy it's like you got mechanics and all these 17 18 19 year old kids working on multi-million dollar pieces mm-hmm. of equipment with very minimal training like i went to my a school which is your training for three months so i got three months of training yeah, they're putting you in charge of shit. They're letting you do stuff. And people's lives are basically in my hands. Yeah. Like, some crazy, crazy shit. Like, it makes sense you have to have some intense training to, to fly a, a jet. It's yeah. like there could be some freaking regulation on a, more than three months of training. Give me like a year yeah. of school. So I go in there, I'm like, I know my shit. You know, go in there, I'm fucking winging it and running around on a flight deck. I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. He died today. Yeah. I asked because um, Kelsey's brother uh, just got his wings. He's a naval aviator. So we went to Corpus Christi and he was giving us a tour of all the, you know, the planes and shit. And we went to the simulator. And so I was like, damn, dude, all the shit that has to go on, like all the things that you have to do to maintain this plane. And it's like some of these planes cost billions of dollars. Like it's not just multi-millions. Yeah. It's like billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure like billions of dollars. It's a, 
<laughs> See, that's what's funny because I have like a picture of my best friend. He's in a the exhaust. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like flicking off the camera. Yeah. It's like, man, it's kind of crazy. I used to draw smiley faces on him because yeah. my gloves would get so covered in exhaust and gas and stuff, oil, and I'd draw smiley faces and I put like hash marks that, oh, this is how many times I've taken a sample from this one today. Yeah. Like, fucking crazy. Yeah. Why am I even touching this thing? <laughs> like, realistically, like looking back as now, 14 years, or yeah, basically 14 years later, like, that's some stupid shit, man. Yeah. Like, I can't believe people trust me with this. I can't believe it either. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, damn. You know, it's like fucking just trying to trying to get through the day over there. Yeah. Pack of smokes, a dip in, you're just running around. No training, really. Three months. Nothing prepares you to be on a flight deck with freaking jet. What ship were you on? I was on the Nimitz, which is funny because that's where they uh, recorded the, the, what do you call it? The UFO? The UFO, yeah. Yeah. I mean, years before I was there, but it always cracks me up. I'm like, damn, I was on that ship. Yeah. You could have seen one. The first UFO experience videoed by the military, I was on that fucking aircraft yeah. years later. Yeah. Like, good job, Nimitz. Makes me proud. Now, now yeah. if I see, I'm sure people are like, oh, what the hell, man? Like, did you see, yeah, do you see anything? But kind of pretty trippy. So, but dude, I, wa- I started watching your your uh, video the other day with, um, was it Netcom with the brain? Oh, Netcom, yeah, the fucking brain preservation dude. Dude, that is some trippy stuff, man. Yeah. Actually, can- it's really interesting. It, part of it, part of it got me kind of thinking too, because I think you were talking about like, kind of like the humanity you're thinking kind of brought up something about like the humanity aspect of it. it's kind of i mean it is kind of a weird thing like I, I, the ceo i forget his name but he's like you kind of you wait you're like you're waiting for them to like die so you can get it out yeah fresh brain yeah it's, it's kind of morbid yeah that's also kind of cool <laughs> i think well the idea is is that these all these fucking people are going to die anyways right yeah and so if you can, like, let's say I had cancer or something. If we waited till I died naturally, my body and my brain would be all fucked up. Mm-hmm. But if I just killed myself, like not shooting myself in the head, obviously, which would defeat the purpose. But if I somehow killed myself while my brain was still healthier, right? It's not all deteriorated and he could preserve it. That's better for the preservation. And, was, and then was like getting this right. So what they're trying to sound like what they're trying to do. I was even reading their website. once their website. I was like, <laughs> it, it got me interested. I was like, this is yeah. I've never heard this before. So is it trying to like store memories and then copy them into something else? So you should read, not, not to promote my own shit. You can just watch his talk, but you should read the post that I wrote earlier, which is a more of an explanation of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But basically the idea is, is that right now what he's working on, we can pretty accurately preserve brains so that sometime in the future you could read the brains. And the analogy is, is that, we weren't able to read DNA until like the 1990s, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like a billion dollars right now. And for me to get my whole genome sequenced right now is a thousand dollars because the price has gone down. Just like how cell phones were expensive in the eighties, cell phones are super cheap now. Everybody yeah. has cell phone now. So back in like the 1960s, they preserved the DNA of extinct in San Diego, actually the San Diego Zoo preserved the DNA of extinct species. But back then people could have gone like, what the fuck are you going to do with this? Like, yeah. We can't read this. Like this is a waste of time. And so his argument is in the same way that right now we can read the DNA. He's trying to make it so that 
you can preserve the brains now. So that way in the future, you could read them and even simulate them. So like if, 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 you, if I died and you preserve my brain, now this is a debate over whether this is me or not, right? That's another, what a, another part of what we talked about. But you could run the brain just like a computer and that person's just there. You can, as long as the brain is preserved. So you could read memories if you, if you had some sort of setup or you could put them in when we have simulated environments or mind uploads. So the shit's crazy. So would you also be able to make like new memories if you're uploaded into like somebody's brain, their memories in the computer. Now that computer is making new, new, um, what do you call that connections or they're starting to fire off new neurons are flying. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it depends. Like, like it'd be like if, um, you know, if you have an old game, it's like the game isn't changing. It's the same game. Yeah. But if you have something now where it's updating, you know, through the cloud or whatever, I'm, I'm using a bad analogy, but basically if you made a simulated person from that, from that brain, they would, they could form new memories. They could just be, it'd be like, I came back from the dead. So like to you, if I died and then they brought back my brain and then assume we're living in like a virtual world now, I would be the same person to you. You know what I mean? I'm acting the same way. It'd just be like, if you didn't know, I could be a different fucking person right now. I could be, you know, revived person and just be like, oh, this is John. He's got the same memories. I think <laughs> this is kind of funny. Just, it kind of reminds me of, um, it's one of the Captain America movies, which is kind of funny because it's Marvel, but there's a Dr. Zola, I think is his name. Uh-huh. And he's they plug into where like Captain America was made or essentially made, you know, where they shot him up with all the juice and they plug in, put in a USB, it turns on and Dr. Zola pops up. He's from world war two. Yeah. It's like mad scientist, but he's on a computer screen. He's like, yeah. Oh, but my mind, like he talks about how his mind is still active, but it's obviously long gone now. Yeah. It's kind of what that's reminding you of. So like he said, he, up, I think he even says I uploaded my consciousness into, into like whatever. Mm-hmm. So now he's actually like a living conscious, even though yeah. he's no longer a body, but he can, like he was turning off a computer screen, popping up on another computer screen. It's like, yeah. he's living within the network that his yeah. is now connected to. It's kind of interesting that like, well, that, I don't that, know if you've ever, have you ever used VR, you know, where you strap on, well, the... I haven't, but I've, yeah. I feel like it'd be pretty cool to do. Yeah. So if you, if you think about like, I, I don't, uh, it'd be like a, a more advanced version of world of Warcraft, but if you have VR, and a virtual me would be in there. People in the future could, you know, it's speculated that you could just upload yourself into the computer when you have a mind upload, and then you could just live in there and you'd be like a normal person, but it's simulated. And when simulations get really good, you're not even going to be able to tell that we're, that it's simulated. It, it'd feel like, like when I'm drinking this water, it'd feel like I was drinking water. Well, isn't like, <laughs> that reminds me of like a conspiracy theory or like a whole theory not really maybe conspiracy but people i've heard this before i forget this might have been i don't think this is a joe rogan podcast man i can't remember who that we're in a simulation now you mean yeah that we're in yeah one. and there there's how, a perfectly how would we know that we're in one if if we're in one type situation yeah and that's not conspiracy theory it's like because it, it it's unknown but the argument is is that as we progress in technology we can run simulations right now right like we can make fake you know somebody could make a cgi type you know it's like a, you're watching a marvel movie everything is cgi yeah that's like, like a simulation stuff. Yeah. You holograms of like tupac if you wanted yeah. to yeah. yeah and so as it gets better and better it's just like if you look at video game graphics like when we were kids it's like this shit is like terrible well, and now, nowadays it's like amazing thick hair and yeah i mean and yeah. so 
as it gets better, we're going to have better and better simulations. And then presumably we'd create simulations of real life, right? Like we could have a simulation of a city. We could have a simulation of like a small thing, you know, like the Sims, but like actually That's realistic. Really That's what, yeah. And so the argument is, is that what's the likelihood that we're the first civilization to get to that point that we're advanced enough? Because if there was a civilization, civil, civilization before us that was advanced enough, they would make a simulation and we could be that simulation. It doesn't really matter either way for us because we're still experiencing this, but it's yeah. an interesting argument. Yeah. Try to think. It's been a while since I watched all the Matrix movies, but it kind of feels like that's what the Matrix kind of is in a sense. If I remember right, like there's exactly. The and I brought up the Matrix. Yeah. In the interview. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that part of it yet. I'm, yeah. I'm about, I think I'm like an hour. It's, it's just, a fucking long. It's a long it, video. Yeah. It, it like this one's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was about like an hour or so in. And that's what made the way you just said it made me think of the Matrix because I, I watched the newest one, but going back to like the things like the third one, second or third one when he meets the creator and he's like, "This mm -hmm. is the first version," you know. This yeah. is then he says like the sixth, yeah, sixth copy. He even says like, "Oh, you're different." Yeah. So it is kind of that same. How do you? So know it's exactly like that. Where yeah. Neo, like in the first one, they're all living in the world. That's the world, right? That's it's how it is. And then he realizes, oh shit, this is all fucking fake. Like when he's with Morpheus and Morpheus is like, what is real? You mm -hmm. know, is real what you can say? Because presumably everything that you experience, like when you're seeing me talk to you, it's like the light, the photons are hitting the camera that's going through the fucking cables and coming out to your computer screen, you're hearing it, but you're not actually seeing me. Even if you're looking around in the computer, you're not seeing me. It's like the light is hitting it. It's going into your brain and your brain is processing it. So if you can hack that where you can, you can figure out how to manipulate the signals to send it in the brain, like in the matrix when they've got like, you know, the cable yeah, they're and they're going like this. In. Presumably you could just simulate all that. And so the matrix is a great example where it's like, oh, this is the, this is the fifth one, you know, or the sixth one. Yeah. Huh. So it's trippy. Yeah. I got to finish that one. Cause it, it, yeah, I was like, man, I got, cause I was like, like I said, I went to your stuff again. I started reading some stuff again. And then I saw that. I was like, man, I gotta check this out. This is fucking interesting. And it is, it's a, it is a trip to, to think about, I guess. Cause I've, I've thought about that before when I first heard like, what if we are in a simulation, how would we know? Kind of like you were saying, like, even like the whole thing, well, maybe we could be a pimple on a dog's ass. Like how would anybody know? How would we know that that's what we actually are if we I mean, were living this life, like you're saying. So, and I have to finish the rest of it. Cause that's, does he talk go crazy about the matrix? I'm guessing. Well, I think we talked briefly about the make, but we're talking about like a lot of it is what what makes us us. So like I go through the thought experiment of like if you could take a transporter to Mars, and the transporter like copies your atoms, you know, and disassembles you and and reassembles you over there, would you be down to do that? And so I would not be down because I don't see that. It, it's me in the sense that it's a copy, but it's not me in the sense that it's experiencing it. And so some people are they're down to take the teleporter to Mars. This is a famous thought experiment. So some people are down and some people aren't down. I'm not down. He's down. So a lot of it is a debate over why I'm not okay with it and why he is. And so there's a lot of these types of things. Like, would you get yourself preserved? You know, like me, I want to be preserved. I don't want to die. It's stupid. Um, but some people aren't down. Yeah. Some people are confused about, you know, I get religion. Like if you I mean, I'm not religious, obviously, and I think it's dumb in a sense, but I get if you think that it's all taken care of, I don't need to be preserved. I understand that. Yeah, I'd say I'm in the same sense because I'm not 
overly religious at all. I think mm-hmm. it. I think it's. Over, only, you're this half-ass shit. This is like uh, on the fence stuff. I think it's kind of cultish. <laughs> and I actually really think it's a cultish. And it's just the the cult that's stronger than any any other cult that. If you talk about Christianity, it's like the the strongest cult. But do you believe in in a god in all these things? Yeah, see, I do. But I think like the whole aspect of going. I mean, not even going to the church part. I'm going to. I'm not even going to say Christianity because I've always brought this up. You like civilizations in general have similar stories when it comes to gods and how they've arrived and their like deities. Their origin story. Yeah, their origin stories are so identical it's like so even if there is a god i believe there is maybe there isn't whatever so you don't believe in the christian god you just believe in a god yeah maybe yeah you know i like to believe that there is something out like greater but Mm -hmm. if there isn't whatever i'm not gonna fucking cry about it but (laughs) it's like if but you bring that up to a hardcore church goer they're like oh that's blasphemy you know it's like dude all these stories even if they're slightly different, are so identical. It, they're copies. They're it's it's somebody telling you a story, and then another person telling another person's story. And it's like if you do that in a class, yeah, you're talking about like the telephone argument. Yeah, telephone argument. That's mm-hmm. what. It and is. how if you if you write down all the things about Jesus, you know, like born of a virgin, all these things, and then you look at Mithras and all these other, then it's yeah. like, huh, this is pretty similar. Yeah. Interesting it's mythology and that's always it's it's like how does how do how do the old religions or original religions of humanity be how who determined those are mythologies the current existing ones are the truth you know it's like it's all a mythology because we don't know nobody freaking straight to hell travis i might straight to hell i might that's what i'm hearing i might be there horrible you might be be the nicest person in there i'm like (laughs) Yeah. you're like why is this why is this fucking guy here yeah you know he, he just said he wouldn't be you know he believed in him but now god is like did you did you hear that fucking podcast though where he was saying that shit he was calling me a myth are you serious right now mythology man maybe really saying i'm zeus and i'm fucking yeah. odin like, it's like fuck this same. guy straight to hell dude. they're all the same realistically though they they all have very similar stories yeah there are a lot of similar myths yeah there's a lot of rising to the grace of whatever god it may be and also hell and they also have like similar stories where like at one point they're like either really good friends or brothers or whatever and one damn the other one to hell, like the underworld like man it's all the same like imagine being greek and coming here you're like man this is like what did you guys do to my story it's like well, yeah why, why are you fucking it up dude yeah like we're fucking hercules hercules yeah. is what <laughs> or hercules isn't jesus yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my opinion. It's a cult. Wow. Anytime you get a bunch of people together and I don't know, light candles and shit, I think what's you're alienating all your listeners, dude. Probably. They're they're like, oh. Or I'm giving them a nugget to think about. I'm. They're like, no, no, I'm not thinking about any. I'm. Yeah. Unsubscribe. Well, it's like one of those sensitive topics that are just like politics nowadays. It's all. Yeah correlated somewhat where yeah. you bring up like you said if i tell somebody oh my my race is american oh my yeah. god yeah there we go it's like, <laughs> yeah the guy trump flag and flying yeah. out his truck and stuff yeah 
like oh, actually the people see some hard. of the <laughs> some of the circle of the people that i roll with they're gonna listen to this and be like oh my god who's this fucking racist he's talking to jesus probably they might Can you believe this people will probably think the same about me they're like this guy's a freaking idiot man we're not american you know it's like okay and then what are we just saying i've been You're in half a- mexican yeah is your dad full mexican I think so. I mean, he was born in Mexico, so okay. technically, mm-hmm. you'd think he is. But I think his mom's Italian. Was from Italy. Yeah, I remember so, him telling me about it. Yeah, I think his mom's from Italy and his dad's from Mexico. Damn, dude, we gotta. We should uh, next time I'm in the valley, we should record an in-person podcast. Then get your pops into it. <laughs> You'll love it. You'll Talk love about it. old times. Oh yeah. Love <laughs> your trip. Yeah, picture him on a uh, on person. Yeah, it wouldn't be necessarily on camera, so it'd be funny. Yeah. Well, we'd film it though. Yeah, we'd film it. We'd film it. He'd be fun. You, know, you yeah. bring up Tom Brady, he's gonna. Yeah, yeah. Get it. I'll wait. I'll wink at you, and I'll be like, "Hey, what do you, what do you think about Tom Brady?" Oh man, he'll get a hard on. I know he'll. Look it's at, like he'll be like oh. six hours later. You know. So when Tom Brady was a baby, like, <laughs> how do you know this? How do you know this stuff? I called it. I, I researched his family. That's what you probably. <laughs> yeah. God, dude's obsessed with them. Damn, dude. We covered a lot of stuff. Travis. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good one. Good start, man. Yeah. So, I'm hoping to keep it rolling. You yeah. Know? Maybe we could do a few of these throughout the the length of however long this lasts. I'd love to come back. Hopefully, it lasts. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, we still got a bunch of stuff. Stop being fucking lazy, dude. I'm busy life. Bro. What would you what what'd you stop for before? I mean, we just couldn't get the schedules working out. It was just and you just were like, fuck it. Yeah, it just it just stopped happening. So I was like, all right. You know, it's funny because one of the guys I my old bosses I brought up to him and he he just started his own trunking company. He actually I asked him if he wanted to come on eventually. He said, Yeah. He's like, No, you just gotta say fuck it. He's like, one night I was drunk. He's like, I was just like fuck waiting for other people. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Like, you know what? And I was like, damn, that's straight, dude. Like, yeah. You got to stop waiting for other people to, I don't know why, why people do that, why I even did, but it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to yeah. do it. You know? So It's an yeah. honor to be invited, Travis. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming It's good to catch up, dude. It was. I mean, 17 years, 16 years later. Fucking nuts. Yeah. We got to hang out in person, too. Yeah, we could do that if we yeah, if we're definitely up in NorCal at the same time. Well, you'll be in Frisco, so yeah. I'll come down to the valley. I'll slum it. I'll careful. go visit your dad. I'll be like, give me a horse. I want to ride a horse right now. <laughs> prize pony. Oh man. that'd be fun. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Horses freak me out, man. But yeah, that'd be cool. Horses like boring fucking animal. I don't get why people like horses. It's a big animal. Like I don't trust them. Yeah, that's a big. I could just kick the shit out of you, dude. Yeah, you bite your fingers off or whatever. You really <laughs> bite your off or turn around, and kick you, and thinks it's a carrot. Yeah, kick you and break your body in half. Like, how strong a horse is. Like, I don't think people realize how strong a horse is. Like, when you're up, most people haven't been by an animal, dude. I mean, when you get up close, yeah, or like a cow, it's like this thing is fucking huge. That's a big animal, and horses yeah. are jacked. Like, <laughs> dude, they're they're some they're huge. Like, they're, they're drinking a lot of beet juice. I'll tell you that. They're, they're not drinking beer they're drinking beet juice and vitamins 
you have that healthy heart. Like how yeah. do your cardiovascular system is just pow, pow, impeccable, pow. dude. Blood pressure super low. <laughs> <laughs> HRV just off the charts, dude. Just perfect. <laughs> oh shit. But, all right, man. All right, Travis. Well, appreciate Thanks it. for having me on. It's been great catching up. Yeah, it's been awesome, dude. Yeah. Let me know when I'm invited to the next one. We'll be talking about some some more depending, deep shit. Depending on how this goes, it won't, won't it could either be a couple of weeks or it could be like never. <laughs> what do you mean how it goes? Stop being lazy, dude. Stop waiting for other people. Uh, I know, I know. No, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate yeah. it. So, thanks for having me. All right, dude. All right. I'll finish watching yours with the, the brain guy. Yeah. That show's cool. Part two, you can tell me what your thoughts are if you take the transporter or not. Thinking about it already. I might, I might actually, I probably would. Get your ass in the train. That's you, dude. <laughs> I could hang out with Travis too. That's fine. Yeah. Never know. Damn, dude. All right. All right, man. Have a nice night. Me too. Catch you later.